You already know that 24th Street Pizza has delicious pizza. It's right there in the name. But did you also know they offer toasted subs, pasta, calzones, seafood, chicken, stromboli, flatbreads, and much more? See everything they have to offer by starting your next order at 24thStreetPizza.com. Right, relaxed stance, tucks the left shoulder in as he cocks the bat over the right. The 1-1, ground ball, base hit in the right! 3,000 for Miguel Cabral! Raises his arms! Iglesias, the first to hug him! The... Uh, let's get ready to rumble! 106 miles to Chicago, we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. What up, world? Welcome to the Fives of the Week podcast. It's your boy, Philly. Grandmaster B. Hollywood Apple Snatch. And see you, Rebel. W. See we knew Rebel that was coming. House, baby boy. See Rebel's back, Jack. Right. You know, with the draft coming up, we had to bring C Rebel in. Thank you for coming out, brother. Oh, anytime. I love it. I Thanks, love it. Bro. I wish I could do it more often. No, for we sure. You. you know, uh, you know, Judge James, huge sport fanatic. I mean, Mel Kuyper's got him on speed dial. You know, he'd love to be here. But, uh, you know, he's working on an album, so <laughs> unfortunately he knew who we were talking NFL drafts. So we bowed out. You know, yeah. you know, there's a shout out to Just James that came in on the uh, live wire. Yes. I'm a huge fan just to know that Just James is a huge foot kind of guy, a big <laughs> fetish, very big. And I'm a huge fetish foot guy myself. Fantastic. Yes. <laughs> there you go, Judge James. That's right. He gets love from the Donald. You'll always right. know nail salon one day. I shoot. My feet are great. They're huge. <laughs> You'll love them. Got a big toe. Take it easy. <laughs> a real big toe. Have you seen these hands? <laughs> They're great hands. They're glorious. You'll love them. Oh, man. So Grandmaster B, uh, Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Yes, happy yeah. birthday. Yeah, thanks, guys. Damn you. A little bit older now, man. You know? 42. Yeah, I'll keep saying that. Yeah. <laughs> right. They retired my number already. Yeah. <laughs> right. That sounds good, right? Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Hey, another Thank you for getting that joke. Wiser. Yeah. So what'd you do for your birthday? Oh, let's see. I'll keep this one kind of short and sweet. It started this past weekend, right? So we had the, the Miguel Cabrera. Uh, we heard that in our intro. Um I uh, was able to get out early Thursday and go watch the day game. Nice. And uh, he didn't get his 3,000th hit. So we were like, damn, man. So my son-in-law ended up getting tickets for the Friday night game, which, of course, which was rained out. So that game got pushed to the second game of the doubleheader on Saturday. So now we're like, what if he plays the first game and gets his hit? We, all we wanted to see was history. Right. So we ended up buying tickets for the first game on Saturday. And... Uh, Lucky enough, Miguel's first at bat. Who all wants that with you? Amazing. It was it was phenomenal, and um, I just remember as he came because you've seen the video I took of that, mm -hmm. and um, he came off the field and he was hugging his family and kissing his kids and wife, and I yelled out, "I like to hit." He loves to eat. <laughs> well, what a special ball player, man. Yeah, God, actually, uh, phenomenal. So cool. Once upon a time. Yeah, but let me finish the rest of the story here, Hollywood. So afterwards, we went to Texas Deep Brazil, right? Brazil. So I haven't been eating meat, as you guys know, for like the whole Lent time. So I was like 45 days of like just cleansing my body of right. all red meat. And, um, you know, we were talking about some explosions on the last podcast. 
<laughs> and I'm going to admit this, dudes. Because that would be Hollywood uncensored. What is that sound? Uh, it was terrible. I mean, I was just terribly. Uh, my stomach was, oh, it was terrible. Kidding, so to... I had to excuse myself to go to the bathroom. So I have to go. And this is at the Campus Martius building, downtown Detroit, right? So they don't have a restaurant inside the Texas Tea Brazil. So the guy's like, yeah, you got to go out the front doors. You got to go around and security's got to let you into the bathroom. The whole time I'm duck walking. I'm like, dude, I need to get in this bathroom right now. Well, we got to call security to buzz you in. And I literally walked over to the bathroom and yanked on the door and popped the lock on this thing. And I mean, I could get like within milliseconds of shitting my pants at this point. Mm, that's and I, was, I know it's disgusting. Oh. But and it was bad. And it's because my stomach wasn't ready for that. You know, you know what? Texas to Brazil is like right. a Brazilian steakhouse. They keep yeah, putting yeah. all these cuts of meat and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, give me another piece of that. Another piece of that. My stomach was just starting to go. So I didn't have to dispose of anything, God. But it was pretty rough. But that was my birthday dinner. And uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. Really? Today, dudes, I was involved. Not, I wasn't involved. I was caught up in a high speed chase down an eight mile. What? Yeah. There was like 25 cop cars. I'm not even bullshitting you. I was picking up some uh, money from one of my customers and all of a sudden I see all these cop cars going the wrong way up, crash it. I'm like, the hell's going on, man? So I'm trying to, you know, get over and everything. I take mm-hmm. a side street and the next thing you know, here comes four or five more cop cars. They were chasing a stolen car or something that oh, yeah. hijacked somebody. And I was right in the middle of it. Every time I try to car turn jacked. down the side street, here comes another state police car, Warren police, you know, mm. Detroit police. It was bizarre. The guy ended up crashing and hitting the telephone pole. He was okay. But you know, just being nosy, I'm like, what the hell's going on, man? So I drove around the block and seen it was helicopter flying over and everything. Holy like shit. Yeah, it was pretty bizarre. It was like, I thought they were filming a movie. So bizarre. So bizarre. Oh, yeah, yeah, so that was, that was kind of the fun. And, and thanks for the birthday wishes. But uh, it was a lot of fun, man. I had a good time. Just be careful if you don't eat meat for a long time and go right to a steakhouse. Oh. And that place will fill you up, man. Ooh. So good. I've never been there. Where, where exactly is it? Uh, downtown Campus Martius. Yeah, you know where they have the big ice skating rink and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, I've been to Campus Martius. Yeah. It's right across the street. There's like a big professional building right there. It's like a skyscraper, big building with offices and all that. And inside is a Texas Rebel, Brazil. don't you have an office down there in that building? Whoa. No, no, I haven't made it down there yet. Where we used to tailgate. How far is it from where we used to tailgate? Say that again. How far is it from where we used to tailgate at? Right around the corner from there, right? It's it's probably a 10-minute walk. Right, okay. It's not like right around the corner, but... It's it, they're not cheap. That I know. My my son-in-law bought my dinner by the way, which is nice. Oh, nice! Shout out to Miguel. Yeah, hey, so yeah. nice, bro. He likes to eat. Yes. Let me tell you, he got his money's worth. So Hollywood, I'm sure actually, he did. <laughs> Hollywood was down there at the ballpark as well. Yeah, huh? damn, yeah, I was in the bullpen over there. It was you, pops, and pickle bun. <laughs> yeah, so we were down there. Uh, bullshit with Scooble and um, uh, what's the name was down there? Willie Peralta. Uh, I was just telling him how glad they had gotten rid of him last year. And I thought that he had earned a spot. You talking you know about, you're not talking about Johnny Peralta, are you? Uh, no, no. Okay. No, Willie. Got gotcha. you. Gotcha. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it was just great. So then they had the other side up. of the plate. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> so these kids kept coming down there, right? You know, and they're down there. They're about 16, 17. And their mom and dad's got, t- you know, tickets there. Hey, can we get a ball? It's just annoying, dude. You know, it's like, come on, man. The guy's like, no, I just gave you the ball the other night. He goes, go back to your seats. Go back to your mind. <laughs> you know, the guy catching for for them guys. That's but funny. I'll tell you what, that Scooble, man, he throws the smoke. Isn't it crazy, man? Oh, five what? different pitches he throws. 
ridiculous, man. I'll tell you what, I like the Tigers. The future is bright for them. Very bright. I think they're going to have a good team, man. Yeah. They're still, all right, well, go on, C-Rub, because you know you're coming up no, to that. I see Rob, he's ready, he's, ready he's, to go. he's just chopping at the I'm bit over there. there. C-Rub, I was going to ask you how you know him, but I uh, know go him. Ahead, dive in, man. Whatever you want to say, the floor is yours. I don't know. When it comes to the Tigers, I'm getting towards the Lions with them. Show me. Because I've seen all these great draft picks end up being bust. So and until until they do something, let me see. They had at one time the last four Cy Young pitchers in this league were all on our roster at the same time. Mm, and what true. can we do? That's true. Yeah. So you know what I mean. Baseball is different than football, though, man. Yeah, but when you got when you got four pitchers and they all leave and when Cy Young's out of here and they were all in your roster at one time Could at you the name same all time. Four of them, see Rebel. Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, uh, Porcello, and who was the fourth one? Twisted Fister. <laughs> was no, it wasn't Doug Fister. It was, um, no, it wasn't Doug, Doug Fister. Uh, Porcello, uh, Verlander, David Price. David Price, Price, Price. They were all in your roster at the same time. Yeah. And, Let's not forget about Animal Sanchez. But Doug Fister wasn't a too. bad fifth option, too. No, it wasn't. And Bill Sanchez wasn't either. That team was unbelievable. Yes. There's no reason we shouldn't have won a title. In yeah. 04, 05, 06, I really thought that they had something come up in 06. I remember Joel Zamaya. I thought that guy was going to be the greatest closer of all time and when I first saw him. Blew his arm out, man. Yeah, well, he had, he, such a, he had such a violent release. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. His brother, do you remember his brother, uh, Mike Zamaya, I think his name was, came up through the league, and he had... He didn't have quite the smoke that Joel had, but he had really good control. And but he did the same thing. They both had that real violent release to their arms, and it mm-hmm. just don't you see that a lot with a lot of young pitchers nowadays? Like you have more uh, frequent Tommy John surgeries, and yes. a lot of these pitchers coming up are being overworked. I feel like yeah, very common. A- absolutely, they're being overworked, and now you're you're seeing a flux of pitchers that aren't having a caliber. They were because these guys are have so much pressure. Get to the show, get to the show. Right. And by the time they've gotten there, that they've thrown ten thousand pitches in that army before they even gotten. Oh, to the there's show. no yeah. doubt. There's no doubt. When right. you know Scubo went six innings that game, but he had to thrown forty some pitches in the bullpen, warming up prior mm-hmm. to going out there. Wow. And that's not including between each inning, he throws about four or five too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now times that by all he did in college and in high school oh, and all the prep time he had doing it. Count yeah. those pitches up. I mean, yeah. there, there's a certain level of uh, getting warm and warming yeah. up. You have to do that so you don't hurt yourself going right, up to right. 90, 95. But uh, even back in, like, Little League, I got in an argument with the old school coach, my buddy Ray, who's actually my plumber. He, um, he We argued with it. You know, this we had a kid that was like a messiah, this kid Chris, that could just throw heat, man. Mm-hmm. He was striking everybody out. But I was having him throw, uh, you know, a scrimmage. Before the game, two days before the game, I'd, we'd run a scrimmage yeah. just to get the kid's game ready. He's like, you, you, gotta th- you can't throw more than X amount of pitches. I'm like, well, you know, they're still young, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to burn this kid out by the time he's 15. <laughs> I mean, no. And I was like, well, what the hell? I didn't understand it at that point. But that was a yeah. growing moment for me. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. He's been through it. He's got all these years of experience. And at the time, it's my first year of coaching. You didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, I was just dumb to it. Yeah. So th- yeah. that has a lot to do with it, especially if you see a kid that's special, that has a bright future. You want to kind of reserve that. Oh, absolutely. It's hard to do that because when you see a kid that's special, you're mesmerized by him. You're like, let me see that again. Yeah. And 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 sometimes you can get out of hand with that too. Parents, parents get out of hand with that. That's that's the other factor too. The parents want them in there all the time. Oh, my my kid, this my kid. You better start my kid. And and coaches can too. Don't get me wrong. Mm. You you want to win, of course, right? But I would never want to jeopardize a kid's future. That is not the goal. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, a lot. That's how it is nowadays. 
there's so much pressure. Yeah, because a lot of these parents, these, diamond out of the pressure some of these kids feel nowadays. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the, these parents are vicariously living through their children. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Are you taking on some coaching this upcoming season, C Rebel? Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Right? My force is handled a little bit. I was uh, my son wanted to play football, so I signed him up for the uh, East Point Tiger Cats, and I walked in there and uh, they liked it and. Uh, the coach that was in there, apparently, uh, Philly knows him. Yeah, shout out to Big Gus. Big Gus, Big Gus, Coach Gus. Hey, yo. And he showed me his paper, says, you know what this is? And he showed me a bunch of uh, little plays. They were all they were all set eye plays. I was like, yeah, those are different variations of the offset eye, right? He's right. like, come on, coach. I was, wow. like, I was like, no, no, I don't. You tell him you're going to bite some kneecaps and that kind yeah, of stuff. Right, right. <laughs> he just wanted to see if I knew what they were. And then right away, he was like, you want to coach? And I told him no. And then... As I'm sitting there filling out paperwork, I didn't want to ask you, but you want to coach? I was like, yeah, you did want to ask me. That's why you did. And finally I gave in. I <laughs> told like, him. like, hey, uh, uh, see Rebel, uh, I really need you. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> how he sounds, too. <laughs> he really sounds like that, too. I know That's, the dude. That's yeah. my boy. Yeah, we, we went to war during the pandemic season. I was telling you before we right. went on air. And he's, he's a great dude. Old school yeah. guy. You know, he's, Cool he's, guy, cool guy. He's a small guy. Dude. Hey, red ass, stubborn. Yeah, I'll tell him that. I told him that to his face. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I'm a little bit more new school, a little bit more lenient, you know, more chill. But, uh. We butted heads, but you can learn a lot from them too. Um, and it, that organization's been around for years too. Yeah, so. it's a 1960. Yeah, yeah I played them back in the day. Yep, for sure. So it's a, it's a good thing. I right? played for the Warren Jets, so I remember them when I was. That's that's kind of weird that my son is playing for the East Point Tiger Cats. Sure, because <laughs> I hated the Tiger Cats when I was a Jet. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, those crosstown rivalries. Yeah, yeah. Still yeah. Exist. How yeah. About, you remember them Detroit Cowboys? The Detroit Cowboys, yeah, yes, I do. They were good. The they were a good yeah, team yeah. too. They had hey, uh, they had guys almost to drink in that team. You say Cowboys. <laughs> but they were Detroit Cowboys back there, Jerry. Yeah, Getting them stirred up over here, Hollywood. All you have to do is mention it, Jerry Jones. I say you got my mind pickled. <laughs> you see what he said about his son the other day? What did he say? About that pick. He no. goes, well, I'm going to have to put that on Junior over there. <laughs> he made, he decided he to make it. it on his kid. Yeah. I'm passing it down to Junior over there. <laughs> that dumbass. I'll tell you what. There, uh, I made a comment on Facebook about something. Someone asked, what is the most overrated Pro professional uh, sports team, and I had to say, dumb boys, man, because every year everyone gets so tickled. They're going, about the they're, they're going this year. This is the year, and right. they always shit the bed. From yep. the Romo, besides the Aikman, Irvin, Emmett Smith days, that's yeah. <clears throat> obviously the exception, but in recent times, they're never, never able to get over the hump. But don't you look at them like you have that hope? You're like, they look good coming out there, they look like they have it all together. Oh, it's America's team, all that bullshit. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like ever since the Lions lost. To the Cowboys, I have this disdain for him, and I just cannot get over that for that reason. I you mean don't. after referees beat them? Yeah, and I guess it's not so much Dallas, but just because it happened in Dallas. Mm-hmm. That was that was bullshit. I mean, that was such bullshit. Yeah. I think my man had his, his hand on the inside of his uh, pads. It was my man. Christy. Even Matthew Stafford who never argues. Like he looked at the referee and went, "That was bullshit." You know it. Yeah, he's like, I understand, but I mean, he picked up the flag. Like, it's never been done before. Yeah, right. He's like, like, that was bullshit. You know it. Yeah. You know, he's coming back, Stafford, after his contract there. He's coming back here. You think so? Yeah, he already said it. He just got extended, though. Well, no, he said after that contract, even Kelly said, we're coming back to Detroit. Oh, yeah, but not as a football player. He'll never play play a down for Detroit Lions again. What's his. I think it was a four year career. So he'll be last season next year. Yeah. I mean, he's still young. That w- it would be a great story for him to come back. See, yeah. the Lions are like 
they need a quarterback to get over the hump. He comes back and wins one. That'd be that's that's awesome. not gonna happen. That's a dream scenario. I know that's yeah. not gonna so, happen. We talked about hope the last time you were here. Dumb is zero hope. Okay, well, I mean, there's hope and then there's there's, there's fantasy. Right? He spent a lot of money in Detroit. That's right. There's about as much hope as Matthew Stafford playing at, for the Detroit Lions there is as you beating but Tyson Matthew, Fury. If you got somebody yeah. if, at that time. You got people around there. And just let's just throw it out there. He's already got two championships on it. Why would you not? Oh, you you would, but I mean, you'd be getting a, basically a, a quarterback that's been beat up for. But the that's last okay. Five. You you got a good quarterback, and whoever you got coming up behind him, it'll be his team. But Detroit. Oh, but you got him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. I yeah. can I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, you have him mentoring a young quarterback going into the system, and then, yeah, like, you never remember know. this is Detroit. Just keep your head down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stay focused. Crazy week, man. Bunch of stuff going on. You see that thing about Dwayne Haskins? Haskins, his parents didn't want to go to the funeral because that would have been the first time he, they meet his wife. No. I, I yeah, I did that. see that. That was a phone call, though. Yeah. The 911 call when he yeah, ran out of gas. Just a shitty situation. But, yeah, I mean, would you think about it as a parent. You know, un, something like that happens. I mean, it's awful. Never wish that on anybody. No. But would you want to meet your, your son or daughter's, you know, wife no. or husband that way? Like, no. I kind of no. understand that, but like, I kind of wanted to talk to you know Josh James about this because we've had a, we might be on opposite ends of it, but we'll save that for another time. You know, I think uh, with funerals it's different for a lot of people. Not to get all morbid. No, no, I mean stuff, it's real. But, world, man. Yeah, we're just talking. You know, spitballing. You know, I think that's your your final chance to say goodbye type stuff. You know, but but when you want to meet, I mean, that is his wife. Yeah, and she has family now. Right. I mean. I mean, wouldn't that be like a notch under the belt of something you you get through and conquer together? But also, it's so. the first. The and now that uh, there's more to, to that story, they didn't they didn't meet yet for a reason that we don't know about. Right, right. right. They, yeah. that, that isn't the first time they had a chance to meet. You yeah, know, yeah. he got hit twice, not once, but twice. I heard about yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Know, that whole situation is just so. Yeah, he got hit by a car that flung him into the dump truck or whatever. Isn't that how? It, no, I thought it was the dump truck, and then he got hit by a car. It, either way. Oh, yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said she was talking to him on the phone. The next thing, it was just dead. Yeah. Well, you know, wow. I mean, have you guys ever been broke down on the side of an expressway at any point in time? It's scary. I have. I mean, I have. Hollywood yourself, you've never have. No. But, I mean, have you ever had to sit and wait for, like, the tow truck to come and, like, the big trucks are coming by and, the whole, like, your whole car just shakes. Your oh, truck yeah, shakes. absolutely. I had to do that in my... vibration and everything. It's kind of scary if someone lost control and you're only, like, seven or eight feet off the... And depending on where you're at. Scary, oh, it's scary, man. I had to do that in my motorcycle when I when I had my bike. My my bike broke down on the side of I-75. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah that, that, was, that would even be worse. Yeah, that, was, that was bad. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's not a safe place to be anyways, but uh, just imagine... To be well, hit not once but twice. That well, just a, magnifies it even worse. In a work truck, I had to change a tire in a Kroger parking lot. That's pretty scary if you haven't been in a Kroger parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've not been nothing beyond. Yeah. Oh, the baskets flying around in there. Oh, man. Older hey, I was at Best Buy, guys. <laughs> I was at iHome. A very difficult place to be stranded. Uh, Hollywood's a Victoria's Secret with that briefcase. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, yes. Oh, man. What else is going on out there, man? The NFL draft is going on, baby. Oh, Twenty-four hours to talk away. About there, don't well, we? yeah. Let's not waste any time because obviously, Sea Rebel. You know, uh, you're on a uh, pitch count tonight, so we're gonna we'll let you get into it. He's on the clock, Sea Rebel. Sea yeah, Rebel's on the clock. So I want to ask you, okay? You're in Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell's position. I want to know what you do 
And what would be your fantasy situation? I'm going to ask all you guys this, but see, Rebel, since you're the guest to honor, I want you to answer. So you're being a Goodell, more or less. Absolutely. Yeah, this isn't going to be a quick answer. Very much. (laughs) Is it ever with you, though? No, no, it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) Just let it run. (laughs) Let it rip. Just turn on record and let it go. Uh, I would like to see them get very aggressive like they've never done before. You got the number two pick in the draft. With all the edges here, you could change the course of your franchise in this draft with the defense. Mm-hmm. And you have, en- you have enough capital the next year to two years, even in this year, you can possibly trade in to get three draft picks in the first round this year, especially with Houston having mo- multiple draft picks and other teams having multiple draft picks. You could trade up with them the next year and this year. You could, So you could add two edge rushers and a linebacker all within the top 15. Those are three top 15 defensive players you could add this year. And I think that would change the course of your uh, franchise with those three players right there. How many more wins? Six. Six more wins, you're yeah, saying? I believe okay. six more. I believe, I think I'll give you six more wins if you do that because automatically you can take the pressure off your defensive line is going to be better. If you can trade two edge rushers, your, your linebacker is going to be able to get through. It's going to take pressure off your offense to not have to force the, force the ball in the score because your defense can't stop nobody. You know, I still believe you're three years away no matter what you do. So uh, who's your pick, though? So as who do you think the Lions are going to take and who would you take? Wait, hold on. With the second pick in the 2022 draft, the Detroit Lions select edge rusher from the University of Michigan, Aiden Hutchison. Oh, wait, someone just called in. I would like to say that I want to believe C. Rebel, but I believe he's 100% wrong and malicious. <laughs> no. That's a great one. That is the greatest thing I've ever heard. You guys have been waiting to play that, haven't you? Now, what if Hutch is not there? Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Hutch is not there. You got to do it again. You got to do it again. Zero. All right. So, are you doing the same thing? Are you drafting Aiden? I'm. I'm going to draft. I'm going to draft Aiden Hutchinson. I mean, you you could make the argument for the uh for that. Safety out of uh, Notre Dame. But what if he's not there? What and if number Hutchins two, not there? Number just, two. If Hudson is not there, number two, Who's I'm going to take uh, the safety, Kyle Hamilton. At two. You'd really take a safety. At, See, I, I got Hamilton going to the Giants. I think that's a that's good, good spot for him, too. From damn you, see Rebel, damn you. Yeah, but the, the thing that scares me about that is you've got a cornerback that you took number three overall two years ago that's going to be an NFL, a draft bust. And he's going to be a draft boss. So you've got to tighten up that secondary. So, yeah, you maybe you have to get a little aggressive. And that's say I believe Kyle Hamilton, he can be a Hall of Fame safety. He's I, a stud. I, 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 I believe stud. he is. Which any any help in that secondary is going to help your defensive line. Yeah, it's, it, it's a shot at number two. But there's so many different edge rushers. You could take any. No, you know what? I take that back. I'm taking Thibodeau, number two. Why? If, if, because he's an edge rusher and he's an absolute beast. Who did he play? That is the knock on it, but there's a lot of people. I see him going to Seattle, and I see Seattle trading up to get that. Place. See, I saw, I saw him going to Atlanta, actually. Yeah. Know. That's why I saw him I, going I to honestly, Atlanta. I, I know, Hollywood, you're not a fan of Thibodeau. But I'm, I'm a big fan of Thibodeau. Thibodeau I think that guy's the a best, monster. The one-on-one, he's the guy that's getting to the quarterback every single time. Who do you play? Against, but look, you, I know. But you can say that a lot about a lot, lot of players. A lot of people are talking about Trayvon Walker. That's number one at Jacksonville, man. But he, who who do you have next to him? Jordan Davis, your boy. Okay. That makes a huge difference when you're talking about you're getting isolated now on the edge. 
But Thibodeau didn't have necessarily that guy playing in the middle, so he's got to go and get it. And granted, there's a lot of stories that came out yeah. about a character. Mm-hmm. He's a big personality. But you know what? The NFL is about talent, and it's mm-hmm. about having dogs. I agree. So if I can't have Hutchinson, I honestly, I mean, I really like Walker, too, because Georgia. I mean, Georgia is Georgia. You know, you play the best of the best. Georgia could have four players potentially going the first round this year. Yes. Yeah. They could the have the four. Yeah. yeah. I believe so, yeah. So you think the Lions will take Thibodeau? I mean, Hutchinson, you would take Thibodeau. I would take no. I would take Hutchinson. Okay. I, 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 take, I would see Rumble. I only the reason why I would take him is yeah. because what Hollywood said, because of the level of talent you've seen. I think it fits Dan Campbell's style too. So do I. I. So. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, another guy I really love. I don't. I don't see him at number two. But I'd love to get that trade down and, and take uh, Stingley. I love Stingley at the cornerback position. Would you going to invest another high draft capital pick on another corner? Stud, don't yeah. If he's a stud, shoe, right? I mean, but how do you really know if they're studs? I mean, that's an nobody. Nobody thought that uh, that cornerback at Ohio State was going to be. Is what he, he was. better than Sauce Gardner? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I believe Stingley so. Stingley thinks so. Yeah, I, I believe I don't so. See, nobody threw a touchdown pass on him. And he shut yeah, down. Yeah, I know, but uh, you could take the same thing. Who would he play? Destined for success with a name like Sauce. Sauce, baby. <laughs> Sauce. And he shut down Alabama. Cornerback out of well, Cincinnati. Okay, then what about defensive? What about Jordan Davis? You guys, would you take a defensive I lineman fuck, number two? I love Jordan Davis. Yeah. I'm a huge I fan. love him. I'm yeah. just not at two. It's, it's hard for me Dude, to take that's why I think they should get a... If they were able to do that, they were able to walk away in the top ten. They were to walk away with Jordan Davis... Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, and I don't know, take a cornerback at Amid Gardner. Those three players oh, out. God, you get those three players, but and that's very doable with the capital you have. It really, Wait, really you is. see what I got. All right, so Grandmaster, but you agree with C Rebel? I do. I, I mean, I went with Jacksonville taking uh, Trayvon Walker, defensive lineman out of Georgia. I went with Hutchinson. Uh, 6'6", 260. He's a big dude, man. Yeah. I mean, he would be a stud. He's player. got long arms, too. Um, Real I got big um, arms. Akeem Anua going offensive tackle to Houston. Jets taking Sauce Gardner, the cornerback out of Cincy. You know, Giants got two picks in the first round here. You know, this could be interesting for them. They might trade out of something here. They got picks five and seven. So you got the Giants. I see them taking Charles Cross, a tackle out of Mississippi. Big dude, 6'7", 335. Um He's competitive on day one, man. I think he's going to be a good edge rusher. Then you got I got Carolina taking a six pick that Evan Neal offensive tackle out of Bama. So you don't think they go quarterback? They definitely. Need I don't see any quarterbacks going in the first. Maybe one. I see maybe one. Maybe Steelers. First. Steelers. Yeah. They take Malik Willis. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But Malik let's Willis. not forget Baker Mayfield could be dealt on trade on draft day. I don't think Steelers want him. No. I don't think anybody wants him. Yeah, and, and, if he would have left Cleveland gracefully. I thought maybe he might have said too small. Not only that, but he left. He left like a crybaby. Yeah, you, know yeah, I mean? you can't. Have you that. can't do that because that shows right. All oh, anytime things don't go his way, he's gonna cry and whine. You gotta coddle him. You know, he should have just shut his mouth and said, "Thanks for the time, Cleveland. I'm gonna look yeah. for something elsewhere." Cleveland but, made yeah. a lot of bonehead moves, and they built a lot of stuff around that guy, and it just never panned out. But uh, I still say somewhere in the draft, uh, and we didn't remember where the draft was at, by the way, last week. It's in Las Vegas. It's oh, in Vegas, on, man. Yeah. Shit, it's in Sin City, man. Shout out to my boy Troy that I work with. He's out there. Troy, oh, <laughs> Troy. <laughs> Anybody know where it's gonna be in 2024? Uh, I heard it's going to be in Flint, Michigan. Uh, yeah, no, Flint. Be down in the D, I heard it was going to be in Hamtramck myself. I heard we're going to be down in Grand River, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hollywood. So, if you're Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell, what do you what do you think is going to happen? And then, what would you do if Hollywood Apple Snap was in that? Damn you! This is what I think is going to happen. 
I believe that Jacksonville is either going to come out of that one spot so they don't have to pay that money. Mm. Maybe trade with Texas. Which one? Which um, Houston. I know, but which which pick are they going to trade? Because Houston's got a couple of picks. Well, Houston's got, the, I believe it's the third, correct? Yeah, they have number okay. three. Yep. They switch with them, drop down. Yeah. Jacksonville gets O'Neal, who they should get from Alabama. Texans go and get, um, say they go and get Hutch. Now Detroit, in number two, Detroit trades with the Jets and moves back to number four and lands big time, ends up landing Jordan Davis, and then comes right back with Kyle Hamilton. Mm. And then says, well, guess what? We're going to package that 32 and 34, drop into 15, and then I'm going to land Drake London from USC. And Kyle Kyle Hamilton is a beast. What the hell? He's he's passionate about it, too. (laughs) The fuck is that? Well, now, Don, 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 I got to tell you, Hollywood Apple Snap is really on to something here. Kuiper in the house. How it goes well saying Apple Snaps might have something here today. I mean, wouldn't you say to, to... Get rid of that thirty-two and thirty-four, and get in that fifteen. No, I, I, I like that. I mean, I don't think, I, do. I don't think it'll happen. I mean, right, I think right. it's, I think it's Spider-Man comic book, but right. <laughs> but okay. I believe Jacksonville needs to go with O'Neal. They're going to go with Walker more than likely, and then the Hutch will land right there. But uh, I mean, you got some great players here, man. Generational players. Yeah, but wouldn't you think Houston would go for a tackle though? I would think they would want a tackle. <sighs> They need help on the O line, though. They do. Yeah, I was gonna say, I I, I got him taking. Uh, what what's Akeem? Ak- Am I saying his name right? I got him taking offensive line. You talking about Houston? Yeah, Isn't Texans. I'm, I got him Ak- taking Ak- Garrett Wilson, Wilson wideout, man, Ohio State. I know. With the number three overall pick. Oh no, number three. <laughs> I was like, uh, wait a you are on the special sauce. Uh, I, I, they, I, I forgot. Houston's got a ninth pick too. Yeah, oh, they have a ninth. They, they got two first round picks. I'm looking at the wrong. They got, uh, they got three and nine. Answer, and the Giants have five and seven. No, They're actually, that's seven, uh, yeah. no, no, no. That, uh, Houston has thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah, nine the is the Seahawks. They got that trade from Denver. Wait a minute. Jacksonville number one, Detroit, Houston, Jets. Giants, Carolina, Giants, Falcons, Houston again, then Jets again. Because right? we got two uh, first rounders next year. You got Houston. Where do you got Houston? I got them picking uh, thirteen and three. I got Seattle coming in at thirteen. I think picking will go early second. We might fact check that. Yeah, you guys' minds are all pickled. That's true. Yeah, apparently. I got three and thirteen too. Protections. Yeah. That's what I got. Three and thirteen. Cleveland traded their thirteen to the Houston. Yeah, let Houston Texans take take that uh, that big bill. Yeah. Well. Yeah, because uh, the nine and ten picks were swapped, right? With uh, with the Jets and the Hawks. Yeah, because Jacksonville yeah. needs to protect Lawrence. Denver man. traded their pick to Seattle with the Russell Wilson. Trade. Right. Right. So it, it, and that was all nine and ten anyway. So it just flipped one spot. Yeah, Seattle went down to nine. Right. Yep. So, I think what I feel like. I think Jacksonville, it's like a battle down there. The owner, Shad Khan, and isn't it Trent Balky from uh, San Francisco? He's the GM down there now trying yeah. to build that thing. So they're like on opposite ends of the spectrum. But from what I understand, the GM wants Hutchinson. Uh, he likes guys with high ceilings. Uh, I think Shad wants something different. Um, so there's a battle there. So if it's you got to get one of the three top defensive ends. If That's what I think is going to happen. So if it's not Walker, it's going to be Hutchinson. If Hutchinson goes one, I think we get Walker. What I would do, tell me what you do. I'll tell you what I do tell right now. Do. <laughs> I'm taking one of those three defensive ends. So if Hutchinson drops, I'm taking him because I feel like he's like a, a Joey Bosa, okay. Nick Bosa type. 
And then I, I think managed. That, I think he's got to bulk up. He's got to get. I was gonna say, I, yeah, if he bulks up, but it, it, as if he sits right now, that's a stretch. Uh, not really. I mean, he's a big dude and he's a defensive end. I think. Yeah, but to be a Bosa, I, I mean, I like the guy. I'm not. I'm not trying to knock your peg. I, I, I agree, but. I, I know your mind's pickle right now, so you're just relax, okay? Let me get through this. And, um, you know, he's a young kid. He's just coming out of college. Those, it took those guys a few years. Now they're freak athletes. They're just studs. They're dominant players. Will he start? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You, if you're picked two overall in the I NFL, gotta have a start. you got to have a start on the field. And you don't start? <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. that means you went to the Lions if you went you know number two overall. Must. You know what I mean? Right. What I would like to see, somehow, some way, them, them trade up to get uh, Neil from Georgia. I've seen this guy track down a, uh, a swing pass. Nicole B. Neal, right? That's his name? Mm. Dean. Nicole B. Dean. I'm yes. sorry. Yeah, I misspoke. But um, he flies around sideline to sideline. And he's long. And if he if he keeps falling, which some people say he may, he, he, you take your chance and you draft him at 32. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, absolutely. What about a job? He's going to be there. I'm not going to go first round. Maybe 34. Maybe. But you got to think. Lions aren't... I yeah. think a playoff team might take a chance on him as a guy that might come late for the push. I just don't think the Lions are in that spot, though. What I would do, I'm taking 30. So that's what I think is going to happen. Mm -hmm. What I would do is I'd take 32, 34, and trade the 49ers for Debo Samuel. So now you got Hutchinson, and you got your stud wide receiver to complete your offense, and you spend the rest of your draft capital on defense, and now your team is ready just like that. So you give your 34 – and your 32nd? 32 and 34. He's, he's 26 I, I years old. I kind of like that. He's 26 I mean, years old. strategy. He's stud. Yeah, but Sam Fran's not going to trade. I, I just the seen money. the thing the other day. They're not going to trade him. They said, I can't see us trading Debo Sam. That's fantasy land, right? I can dream. Gojin. What about you? <laughs> what about him and Jimmy? And I don't think it's that far off because you no, look at what guys I mean, are getting. Like anything with yeah, but I don't see Sam Fran letting Debo Samuel go. He can whine and cry like all he package them both. Yeah. Jimmy and him. You, uh, well, if Jimmy's the throw-in, I mean, hey. You, you know, get rid of golf, give San Francisco golf? I think you're stuck with golf, at least for this season. And I think you're stuck with him until at least the end of next season. You got the option, I think, next year. Well, you do, but, I mean, your options there, you're going to have to sign him. Because there's no quarterback coming out that's going to replace golf this year. It's a stretch for next year, you know what I mean? Now, in year, uh, in year three, there's going to be some good quarterbacks coming out of college there, and I think so. I think you hold off on that. You you ride golf wave. I agree with that. Quarterback next year, I don't see anybody. I say quarterback really, in two years. You know, no, no. Unless Malik Willis, they come up with some kind of thirty-two pick, they go with Malik Willis for some reason, which I believe he's going to Pittsburgh, um, or Carolina. Carolina, I can see yeah. Carolina. Burn me, show me, and burn me. A lot of people yeah. are saying Kenny Pickett is going to go there. Carolina. Yeah, burn me, show me something. That. You know. I mean, if they're dead set on that guy, then you take him. But I just, I wouldn't. I just I haven't seen enough. I haven't. There's not that. And he has played the big game teams, change man. Yeah. You know, you can, you know, these Sunday mollies, you can play with them all day long. Yeah. You know. I mean, like you said, though, you still got to be able to perform. Mm -hmm. You know, you still yes. got to be able to throw the ball, lead offense, run a team. Andre Ware, 11,000 know? yards he threw. In college. Who did he play? Right. Nobody. How do you do in the NFL? That's the Lions, though. That's the Lions, though. I mean, that's the why the, the reason the Lions have been so bad is it been their first round draft picks. They made some some boneheaded first round draft picks, but the reason why a lot of these teams are successful in Super Bowl they, they have success in a later round, second round and above. Second round draft picks for Detroit. If you get taken by Detroit Lions in the second round. You're in a wheelchair in three years. Yeah, because they got excited. I, with you're your bag of groceries. 52 touchdowns that year. 
He threw. Carry on Johnson, second round, bust. Mm-hmm. Tavai, second round, bust. bust. Amir Abdullah, bust. bust. Ryan Broyles, bust. Mm-hmm. Here's a great one. Titus Young, bust. bust. Drew Stanton, bust. bust. Those are all second round picks. You That's got Tease Tabor, bust. I said Tease Tabor, didn't I? Bust. Yeah, bust. bust. Yeah. All these guys who add all you add all of these guys years in the NFL together, add everyone together with the exception of Amir Abdullah, doesn't I can count them on one hand. Add it all together. Well, with these winning organizations, like you look at the, their track record, you gotta be able to hit in those later rounds because they come on the low. Yes. They come on the cheap and you're able Belichick. to build a team. Belichick. Belichick, Tomlin, those guys—they all know how to build. Well, teams. Belichick was also good at getting free agent guys that were out. He's—he's he's what the thing that amazed me about Belichick is he's take guys that were on their way out of the league and say, "Hey, come back here. I know you got one more year of good football in you and win Super Bowls with." Yeah, that's what made him so great. That was—that was some pretty amazing stuff. How many picks did he have in the one draft? Eight or more starters. Yeah, you're not going to see a Belichick again. I'm sorry. No, I mean, absolutely not. Yeah, you can say what you want about the guy. I mean. What what he did with guys that, that nobody wanted, he he took them and won Super Bowls with them. Yeah, he used you to the best of your ability, and then said, "Well, now you can ask for this money. We're gonna dump you. I'm gonna get somebody else to do it." Right. Meanwhile, he's sporting another ring. Going, thank you. Yes. 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 Yep. I but agree. you know what? In the NFL, that's what it counts on. It. Yes. So how we got there? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna knock he him. He sees the decline. Yep. And he's. I want to get the last little bit of football out of you mm-hmm. I can. Yep. And then I'm going to dump you. Mm-hmm. And he's and what he's done by that? Oh, I don't know. He's got a whole handful of Super Bowl yeah, rings. Absolutely, I agree. I'm with you. I, I would. I would love for the Lions to be that ruthless. You know what I mean? Because that's exactly what it did. Was ruthless. even when when that whole thing when Brady was going down and they wanted uh, Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. Remember, he was getting ready to dump Brady for Garoppolo. Oh, yeah. And then Brady went crying to the owner. You know what I mean? Because he had he had to pull him out of a Chinese uh, massage parlor and go, I want to stay. I want to stay. (laughs) I want to stay. That Robert Kraft special. Where does Jimmy Johnson go from Florida State? What? Johnson from Florida State, the defensive end. Where does he go? Oh, he's the he's a project kid, right? He's like the um, doesn't he have a knee? Doesn't he have a knee? Doesn't he have a knee thing? There he is on the on the TV right here. He's um he has a knee thing, doesn't he? Doesn't he have? Isn't that the kid that had something wrong with his knee? They were saying. Yeah, but he's but like, they had all those MRIs and stuff done to combine. They said there's nothing wrong man. with him. Yeah, and then you got what's name from Purdue. You know who he reminds me of is Ziggy Ansah. He's kind of like unfinished, you know, coming out okay. of college, but he's a raw yeah. talent. Yeah, you know and I mean? Ziggy he's was a those. and Ziggy was only playing when we drafted him. He was only playing football for what three years prior to that. He didn't yeah, even heard of football prior to that. See, the Lions aren't in the position to take risks like that. To me, no, like, they're not. No, you brought up the good point, Hollywood, about you know Belichick having eight starters out of one draft. That's true talent evaluation. Yeah, That's something absolutely. the Lions have lacked for years and years and years. And to see yeah, because point, in the second round, we're not hitting on those. Those are high picks. One through three, those should be three starters. I'm sorry, or at least competing in the rotation, mm-hmm. getting absolutely. significant play time. While I some agree. guys are finding Debo Samuel in later rounds, we're taking Felicia's son as quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Really Remember that? Ba- what was his name? Uh, Kavai, 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 or that oh, quarterback. The quarterback. He ended up yeah. going to Carolina. The ended up being uh, Felicia's um, son in real life. Yeah, bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of things the Lions do. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm not sure why that didn't work. So, okay, one through ten, let's go around the table. See, Rebel is a guest of honor. What faith do you have in this new regime, albeit everything aside? Right, every all the shit that we've been through, all the things that we've seen. What's your faith in the current regime? 
you're asking me to base it on a scale of one to ten. One to ten. Yes. After one ten. year. Yeah, after one yeah, year. Okay, all right. Seven and a half. Okay, fair enough. And that's a, that's a high number for me. But so far, I'm afraid to say this, but I like our GM. I like his later on draft picks. So far, after one year, I, I like some of the guys he's taken. I like some of his depth. Mm-hmm. If he can do that for four or five years, then maybe we could do something. But I, I want people to stop saying, well, you got to draft a quarterback. I don't want to see a quarterback taken for two years from now. Use everything you can out of uh, uh, out of Jared Goff. Yeah, give him a and, chance. Right, you got a lot, and you got a lot of freshman co- quarterbacks coming in. You know what I mean? He ain't gonna do. He ain't gonna do anything. Goff's not gonna do anything but help you get high draft picks. That's all he's gonna do. Right, I, I agree with that. And people are like, oh, he went to a Super Bowl. No, he got carried to a Super Bowl. All right, Hollywood, what's your faith right now in the current regime? <clears throat> I put him at about uh, about see, I'm seven, seven. And half like that. I, I I believe in the system. Um, I seen how these guys did not quit on their team. Yeah. And and you gotta admit, you had to look. They progressed every single week. Because it was a rough watch for three and a half. Yes, it was. That season. <laughs> yes, it was. But you see them come back. You see them that they bought in. They mm-hmm. from the Patricia era to, to Campbell, they just bought in. You know what I mean? They were in every single game. Yeah. I mean, so. Let's see what he does this year. Tomorrow night, we'll know a lot more. And um, we go from there. Let's hopefully th- this the turn. We got a lot of good things coming in Detroit. Can and I add one thing now? What Hollywood said. Yeah, I, I totally agree. The only thing that worried me about what he did was when he fired the offensive coordinator and started trying to call plays himself. I was like, man, is this guy kind of a loose cannon? But it's like Grandmaster B said, they had nothing to lose at that point. They're trying to build right, a brand right. of mentality about, you know, we're just going to go for it. You would have to my boss said, And we would never have that before, He didn't though. fit. What's his name didn't fit with it. He wasn't right. making the proper calls. And that's what my boss said. He's like, he treated last year like it was his own personal training camp. He threw. That's why he had all the four down plays. You yeah, know, he yeah. like, He's like, what do I got to lose? Let me throw these four down to yeah. see what I got. I'll just use this year's training camp. testing the grid of lot of Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I had to agree with him when he said that. It takes balls to do that, though. He used the whole season at his own personal practice. What do I got to He's lose? got six years. Right. Why not? When guys win pull, I did. I'm giving them a try. They're they going to punt the ball when they shouldn't have and come back a bit a minute. I'm going for it. Yeah. Well, Dan Campbell was part of a shitty football team when he yeah, was here he in knows. Detroit. So yeah. he feels, oh, terrible. That's why I believe his passion is what it is because he was part of that. That uh, was the Marty Morningwig era. Oh, man, he was oh, part of was, the garbage uh, team, so he feels the, you know, he feels the pain the Detroit fans feel. He knows that. We no, that wasn't the Morningwig era. That was a uh, Limp Dick Rod. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Marinelli. <laughs> Limp Dick Rod, man. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give him a solid seven, Philly. I mean, that's, solid seven? Yeah, solid seven right now. So we're all pretty much right. I'm a little bit higher than you guys, I think, just because this is something different. It's something out of the norm. It's not the old cliche. Like they went and got a Spielman in the front office, a guy that's played, that's been in the trenches, that he's been so real on air talking about the flaws of the Lions, which that's a voice of the like voiceless that. of the fans. Yeah, he's you know, speaking for the masses. Right. He hasn't pulled no punches either. No, no. no. And that's, you'll never, never hear that. That's so important. And I think, you know, I think, Sheila's got to give get a chance a little bit. I'll give her a little rope, but the family has done the, the organization so dirty over the years. That's why she's not going to. But I like this current regime. But now it's just like you got to show me. You know, first year, hey, I, I knew I didn't get pissed off at one game because I knew it was going to be a long yeah, season. Yeah, right, right. You know, and as a fan, sometimes you're like, damn it, couldn't they just do this, do that? But you, you know, think she'll unleash the money? They're not ready. You think she'll unleash the money? 
I think so. I'm sorry, yeah, what was she, 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 I think she wants to win. You know, Unleash so the she, money like they go, this is what we need. You want to you want to put a, a, a team possibly in the playoffs? We need to get this guy. Will you write that Because I tell you what, they shit the I, bed when Jim Caldwell was here. Even though, say what you want about Jim Caldwell, they were in it every year. Yes, Nine yes. and seven for three I've said it before. years or whatever. Or Jim Caldwell years, left here with a drop the mic moment, not to interrupt you. I've coached but in Detroit. <laughs> I coached in Detroit, and I left with a running record. Yes. Enough yes. said. He looks like damn Spielman, don't he? Damn you. Damn you, Spielman. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt that. But, but I mean, that, that's that. noteworthy. If you coach in Detroit and you left it with a winning record, look up how many people can say it, how many head coaches can it's say tough that. It's tough to did, coach did in Detroit. have a winning record? Well, he did, but um, not not the percentage that uh, Jim Caldwell had. No, no, no. It was like, uh, what was he? Was like he was like fifty four and thirty seven. It wasn't it wasn't great. But he had a couple. He had some seasons. He went nine and seven. And yeah, yeah. They were okay with it back yeah. then. And he had Barry Sanders. Yeah, Caldwell didn't have Barry Sanders. Granted, he had Calvin Johnson. But I mean, he had those guys believing. Like they were just they were all in it, man. The yeah. only you thing know? those teams were missing was a quarterback. They had a carousel of quarterbacks in that. You know John, Scott Mitchell. John and, Kittner, no, was yeah, John yeah. Kittner part of that? Yeah. Or was that no, that, no, that, that was, was that was that was that was after. Chuck Long. Yeah, Chuck Long. Chuck Long from Iowa. Steve <laughs> Mitchell and Andre Ware. Rodney Pete. Yeah, Eric I, I believe. Yeah, I believe if they had, Shunk. if they could have found Ooh, that geez. one quarterback in that era, that's all they were missing. Because do you remember what year they had the number one rated offense in the NFL? Only one year. Uh, 91. 90, 91. 91. Very good. 91. That was the year they beat Dallas. Can, was that with Mitchell, right? Yeah, it was with yeah, Mitchell. That was Mitchell. Yeah, that was the year. That was the year that um, what what's his name broke his neck. Uh, Reggie, uh, not Reggie Brown. No, um, Utley. Mike Utley. Oh, that was the year yeah. Mike Utley. Remember they had the thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually funny that year. My school we got to take a tour of the Pontiac Silverdome. And we got to go in the locker room. When you went in the locker room, all the lockers had uh, thumbs up with Mike Utley. That's badass. Yeah. yeah we had some one. good pra- players in that area. Robert oh, Porchet. Benny Blaze. Scroggins. Yeah. Tracy Gordon, Scroggins, right. Moore, Patrick right. Swilling. David Sloan. Stephen Boyd. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Brett Perryman. Swilling, yeah. Herman Moore. Yes, yes, a lot of good players, man. Yeah. That was, that, was, that was a fun era. That was, that was it. That was comparative, I think, to the Caldwell era because they had, you know, Calvin Johnson and Dominican Sue. Like, uh, what they call the line? James Jones, Sue, uh, Ziggy Ansa, Nick Fairley. Nick Fairley. When, yeah. they, when they drafted Fairley the very next year, I'm like, man, that's going to be a D-line. Yeah. That's why I say that that 14-15 team, man, they really could have they, they could have competed. They could have pulled them together. This too. Sure. They did invest a lot of their money in Red Wings. You know what I'm saying? You like a lot, like the around the Detroit teams. You know, like yeah. The, but is a Ford? Your your big money maker is making the trucks. You sure. got to come together with the Illiches and all them. Say, hey, wait a minute, listen to this shit. We got all of our Detroit teams. We're taking an ass kicking. People don't want to come down here. You know what I'm saying? You got playing at the Palace, where now they're in Detroit, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Yeah. But if you've seen even what the Illiches did, have bought that whole ten block radius around there. So people can come, be yeah. safe. Detroit is really starting to make a change. If you haven't been down there to see, oh, it's it's. it's I think uh, identity is a big part of that. Absolutely, I think that's why people are buying into this regime. Yeah. Even just the new Campbell thing said it. has made he- headlines on ESPN. When's the last time lines were on headlines other than a fucking punchline? Right. You, know I mean? so, it's a, <laughs> you ain't gonna believe what happened at Ford Field thing. today. <laughs> you look at the Red Wings at their pinnacle. They were the, it was hockey time. Yes, yes. The bad boys and the going to work Pistons. Uh, the Tigers when they were in it, they they, they had a, a identity. Let me you know, ask so you that. That's what they're trying to build with the line. Has Detroit ever really had a sports dynasty? 
I'd say, I'd say what the closest wings, thing the you, Red Wings, with the Red sure. Wings, yeah. maybe you could make an argument for the Pistons, the Pistons too. from like, uh, I would say from like 1999 to 2007. Yeah. I mean, they only won one championship, which was disappointing, but right. they, you know, what, what were they in? Uh, six Eastern Conference Championship yes. games yes. in a row, six Easterns they in a row. great teams. teams. Yeah. Right, right. And they probably should have beat the Spurs that one year, but then yeah. Robert Ory. It's game seven games. That went down to seven games. Yeah, Robert Ory. Yeah, yeah. and you talk about downtown Philly. Like you think about it, we have all the major sports teams in downtown. Yeah. You got your hockey team, your basketball team, your football team. Not to mention sports gambling is legal in Detroit yeah, now. I mean, so that's hey, just going to. Not gonna... to mention, did you hear about Greetown? They're changing the name to Hollywood. I Detroit. heard that. Got something in the mail the other day. Yeah. For that, man. Yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of which, uh, guys, I got something here. Most expensive stadiums built. Anybody want to take a. I got the top five, so I'm going to keep it in uh, theme here. My guess is going to be SoFi is going to be on there somewhere. Well, where do you rank it? One, two, five. Goliath, Three. La- Las Vegas. Okay, so the Raiders. Okay, both of those are on the list. I'm by the way, Philly, Jerry's world. It is not on the list. What? That's a that's, that statement was made a while ago, though, wasn't it? That's, wild, that's, that's about 10, 11 years old. Yeah, it's one of the biggest, though. So let me, just go, let me go backwards on Damn. this. And I'm talking stadiums in general. So Yankee Stadium is at number five, the cost of $1.5 billion. At the, number, the new Yankee Stadium, right? The new Yankee okay. Stadium. At number four, the Mercedes Benz Stadium. At Atlanta. Yeah, that makes $1.5 billion. Billion, at mm-hmm. number um, number three is MetLife Stadium. Uh, that one cost one point six. Who's that? The Giants. Yeah, Giants. Yeah, Giants. Jets. Uh, number two is Alliance Stadium, where the Raiders are playing out in Vegas. One point mm-hmm. nine billion, and SoFi five point five billion dollars. Who plays in that one? Now that's the Rams. That's the Rams. Yeah, yeah, the Rams. Yeah. So they split that. Uh, anybody? Well, Jerry Stadium, uh, one point three billion built in two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's uh, anybody want to guess what uh, Ford Field cost back in two thousand two when they opened it? Six hundred ninety million. You're pretty damn close, C. Reb. Six fifty eight. Yeah, I knew it was six something. I remember that. Million. Now you look at that number. SoFi at five point five yeah, billion. You got to add. Uh, they put a hundred million dollars into that stadium. What? Three, well, four years ago? Yeah, but dude, when you think about these hey, new I gotta, stadiums, I got to take my crazy. small victories. We got to win. We got to win yeah. to, to have that go up. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, you're the, you're the least valuable franchise in the NFL now. Yes. I mean, Buffalo was the second. Now not now you are the worst franchise. I'm not going to have a loaded stadium that looks beautiful and, and have a sorry-ass team. Yeah. It just don't work. But that's the problem with Lions fans. We're, we're, we're stupid. You go there on a three and thirteen team, the last game of the year, and the place is packed. Still, you know what I think we ought to have when the shit's bad like that. We ought to have bag night. Let everyone wear a damn bag, <laughs> and when they start winning, allow them to take it off. It's bag night. Well, it's bag night. <laughs> I remember. The, remember the year. Obviously, remember the year that uh, the Owen sixteen team. You were at this game. Yeah. That was brutal. Um, remember halfway you by halfway through the game, there was this kid that was running around the stadium yelling with a sign saying "Fire Millen." And the security was chasing him, trying to get him out, and yeah, he kept getting away. So we we're, we're, were watching the game anymore. We're watching this kid get away from security, and every time he'd make a, a move to get away from the security, the crowd would, because oh, he got man. away from more. Dude, they chased this guy for, like, the entire third quarter. What about we had Mariucci? It was horrible. 
Damn, they thought he was going to yeah. be the savior oh, coming from the San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He was just Green Bay. How many, how many midseason coaching changes ever worked? Well, it's back to your point about opening, you know, the purse or the, or the wallet. I think they've tried that before. Like, Mooch was a hot hire. Uh, Matt Millen, the hottest guy in broadcasting at the yep. time. You know, yep. they've tried these splash things. But we but didn't have it all. They didn't have football people where they yes. needed to be. They had yeah. pieces. Like they they didn't have the whole they didn't have the whole yeah. puzzle to put together. Right. They just had a couple pretty pieces there, and that wasn't enough to complete. Yeah, but any time, the NFL's tried to help them. Like, remember when Bill Parcells was going to come here, and he's like, look, I'll come here and take your franchise, but I want to be able to play. Be, he wanted to run everything. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll run everything, and I will win you a Super Bowl. And they told him no. Yeah, that's unreal. It's that's, like, like, Clay really? Ford said no to that. You're yeah. absolutely right. I remember but that. But you hear like a lot of brought the tuna in. Oh, yeah. absolutely. We'd, oh, yeah, yeah. We'd have won two done. Super Bowls on that tag. He would, in, in that era, he'd have been here. But I, you, I believe that. If you hear a lot of the analysts now, what they're talking, hey, Detroit, they're around that corner. Trust me. They're around that corner. I've been hearing that since. I, I'm just, I heard Paul sounds like fucking tuna is basically a salad. <laughs> yeah, fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope you're right because I mean I'd love nothing more. Let, we did this last podcast. I mean, just imagine it's it's Super Bowl Sunday and the Lions are playing next Sunday. Oh, dude, no one's going to work. See, Rebel, how tickled would your ass be, dude? I I I'd I cry the whole week. Are you I, going I, I to mean, work? Are you going to work the next day? I'm not going to work next day. But everyone's like, oh, I'd be there. Not me. I said, dude, I want to be in. I'd want to be at the Elwood, or I want to be. I'd want to be in Detroit. When we played it, I wouldn't want to be at the Super Bowl. I'd want to be what here. What do they do? Yeah. What do they do down there? Do they burn the city? No, absolutely not. No, I, I believe you see nothing but tears and hugs. Party. I, swear. Yeah. I would see yeah. one hell of a party. Yeah. Man. I, yo, big careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you remember, you, you're, you're a little young, Philly, but when the Detroit Red Wings first first won the uh, Stanley Cup in 1997. That was the biggest part of Detroit. I think people were down there hugging and high fiving. Oh, now remember '84 when the Tigers won it. There were cars turned over and cop oh, cars yeah. on that fire. '97. I grew up in a townhouse community, so we had a tennis court. We were out there all day playing in our Red Wing shit, playing uh, roller hockey and stuff. So obviously summertime when the playoffs hit, and uh, we we rushed back home to watch the game. And dude, once it it ended, like there was fireworks. Gun shooting off. Oh, like, it was crazy, dude. Oh, I'm getting all emotional. I thought that was, remember it was with, amazing, with, with like nine seconds left to go. No, it was like 44 seconds left to go in the game. Philly scored that goal. I was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. 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 was packed from Common Road all the way to 11 Mile Road. And I'm telling you, people were walking the sidewalk. Parked the cars right on the crash and just getting out walking. The fire came up. The fire truck came out with the red light. It was nuts. Like, I've never seen it. No, no fires. No fighting. No. Why Everybody can't this was. Why can the Lions? Why can't it be the Lions? You talk about fun. I, and, and see, Rebel, I don't want you to. You can comment on this one, but I already know your answers to this. But maybe these guys don't. But do you guys have any, like, uh, tailgate traditions? When you, you know you're going to a big game, whether it's baseball, you know, could be. You know, football. Uh, I think we might go to bookies next time. <laughs> right. I mean, is there any traditions or rituals that you guys do Could going be. out for a football Could game, for a game on a Sunday? Well, I had a blast this year. I used to love going down to the tents for the Lions yes, games. With those you. were the best. That was I was amazing. a member of that club for that a few awesome. years. I remember yeah. that being a young young kid. And I think a house ball. party would be good. A, a backyard party would be sweet too. Yeah, like one you know, Yeah, for imagine the, like a playoff game and away game. Just have a big old party and just order in a bunch of food and just kind of 
you know, just tear it up from like nine in the morning to take off. Funny story is when you guys remember when Aaron Rodgers threw that uh, Hail Mary. Oh, Hail Mary to Richard Rodgers. Oh, God. How many people? We had a a house full of guys down here. Literally, (laughs) could hear a pin drop. Seven out of eight guys got up and walked out. Didn't say a word. Everybody was just so dumbfounded, so pissed. Could not believe it. Do you think they possibly vomited in their mouth? Uh, Someone shit the pants. <laughs> I was at work when it happened. I had it in my headphones. And I was. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh, but to hear Dan Miller's voice, even Dan Miller was disgusting. Oh, yeah. And he comes oh. down with it. Oh, no. That's oh, no. yeah, the biggest oh, no in history. Again. Rodgers got us again. That's why I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I like him in my fantasy football league because he throws a lot of touchdowns. Dan, oh I love God, that game just I love Dan screwed Miller. me up. Well, it's like the game we went to to clinch the champion, oh. or the division title. And it's like every time we had him at third down, he just could not get the guy off the field. They would convert and convert and convert, and they just killed us slowly. Man. How about the fake face, man, Paul? Oh, that was horrible. Too. That was but pathetic. It's, it's smart on Rodgers. Yes, yeah, you can't take play it the league and the rest. Right. The lines like a fiddle, dude. Yeah, you know, that's exactly what he did too. And that's why Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers is overrated. I'm sorry, he just he's overrated. Well, he's only has one Super Bowl, same as Matthew Stafford. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Right. One but Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers played for another what nine years after he won that Super Bowl. It took Matthew Stafford twelve to get there. And the thing that makes the lines look really bad is he didn't leave. And then uh, somebody built something around him. He went. He left and immediately won a Super yes. Bowl. Oh, yeah, so it was fourteen to months to the he day the he left. Him. They, they needed he him. Finish that puzzle, though. Yes, he sure did. Rogers, no, you know Rogers, Rogers has been great for a, for a longer period of time. Yeah, I'll say that obviously, but. You know, he's had opportunities. And how many years have they they've been 13-3? and three? I think the last two years. They were 13-3, right? Boom, first round. When they wasn't even supposed to be there. And they did not, and they did not look good when they got beat no, out either. Right. No, yeah. They looked bad leaving the playoffs. Yeah, so there's there's a lot to be uh, left on the table. There I mean, but Rogers. come on, look at it. How, how much did you like a 13-3 first-round playoff bounce? I'm like, <laughs> I don't see uh, uh, Green Bay being there at 13 3 this year. No, me neither. No, no, they lost no. too many pieces, man. No, they don't have uh, Devontae Adams. Devontae's gone. That's oh, huge. Big. That big After loss. week one last year, I was like, man, they're going to suck. And it's like, you're getting around. all this yeah. money now. I'm going to get screwed <laughs> here. No. One thing I will say about Aaron Rodgers, he does make others better. No, oh, yeah. yeah I don't know. That. That's, right, that's part of being great. He's very arrogant, like how we got T.J. Lang. Remember what, uh, when he was at Green Bay, and they, and they told him, like, well, we're not going to pay you a lot of money, but you could play in Aaron Rodgers. And he's like, Psh. And he left. Yeah. That's why he left Green Bay, because that, that's what they told our players. We're not paying you, but you get to play with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, wow, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah thanks a lot. That That's exactly the <laughs> way. consolation prize. But yeah, that's the way it is in New England, too. It's basically, New England's notoriously known for not paying their players. Yeah. But they win Super Bowls. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, you yeah, want to come so. here, you're going to win. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I can guarantee you. So speaking of competitive sports, and we're talking a lot of football and draft, and it's all good, did you guys ever have any uh, type of favorite yard games growing up? I mean, when I talk about yard games, it could be like horseshoes, cornhole, jarts. Spin the are, bottle. That, well, that's a different game. Oh. That was yeah, played in played the yard. Did you guys <laughs> Are you guys into this cornhole and all that kind I of stuff? I love cornhole. Yeah, I, I was flipping channels over the weekend, and I seen that there's actually competitive leagues on ESPN. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. oh absolutely. Like, what? Yeah. Like, they're actually getting airtime for this on ESPN. I too. got a buddy who plays in the tournament. He's a former fighter in, in my era, and uh, he's actually ranked number two. And he's very good. 
I mean, these guys were accurate as all mm-hmm. get. Yeah, I got a buddy. They had a certain lob to it, and like oh, the yeah. bag had a certain spin, and it's like, like just like dropping dimes, man. Actually, uh, shout out to my boy Cooper who was over here earlier. Was uh, he a good Cooper, player? Uh, landscaping, Chad. He's a, he's a ringer, dude. That's oh, that's good. the guy you were telling yeah, me about. Yeah. That's yeah. Wow. He was over there at uh, Andrew's graduation party. Remember? Oh, that's up. right. That's yeah. right. Okay, yeah, Cornell's so. been around what fifteen years. Yeah, it's newer. You know, yeah. it's not like uh, some of the old school games, but uh, it's it's a blast. I love the yeah. play. It's it not very great, but it's fun. Basically, it's horseshoes with a box in the bag. I mean, it's right. what yeah, it basically yeah, yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. but it's uh, I just couldn't believe it. I was watching these guys, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, they barely missed. Like, if you missed one, like, you're pretty much knocking yourself out of elimination. It was just crazy how accurate these guys were. Yeah. You guys ever play the one where um, – it's called Hillbilly Golf, where you, the, the two balls are attached to Yeah, the string is so stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's stupid. fun, too. I never I, seen I that. My, my wife bought it for our kids. I was like, I ran it over with my four-wheeler. <laughs> 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 I did. <laughs> so dumb. That's crazy, man. Damn you. So what, uh, what else is going on in the world? I got to tell you this one story. I found this kind of funny. Let me see this shit right here. After that, I got one. You got a funny story? Yeah. Go ahead. What about Mike Tyson uh, beating that dude up in the airport? Oh, yes. We kept messing with him. Yeah, and you wouldn't leave him alone. Would not leave him alone. Yeah, but you're a celebrity, and you know guys are going to tend to like that. It's not like he became a celebrity overnight. He knows that. Wasn't that dude but Trump, nobody, He had to have been Yeah, he was getting longer. He, he was intoxicated. Yeah, yeah, he was intoxicated when it happened. But, I mean, Mike Tyson's never... He was never, just boom, 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 just hitting him, man. Mike Tyson's never been run. known for being mentally stable, this guy in the world. Yeah, yeah it but, looked like he was pretty calm in the video because the guy... Because just Mike Tyson kept trying to do selfies with him, and you could see He's Tyson always going to have it, but, he, but he's, he's, it's not, he's not in the ring anymore. You know, he's still a f- f- considered a fighter. Right. The guy should be lucky. I mean, he's got his ear still, so... Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that was that was bizarre. This yeah, goes to show you the guy's still you know a ticking time bomb. You don't he ain't want the sharpest to, tool in the shed, but he's most dangerous. Sure, no. that'll never be debated. I don't think. Right. Yeah. So, uh, legless amphibians called cachillions, more commonly known as rubber eels, and more what? memorably, penis snakes, oh, have been yeah. discovered in South Florida. The slippery little creatures were first found in uh, a canal not far from Miami International Airport. So yeah, these are these are what these look like. Oh, oh, penis look like snakes. Uh, Hollywood, that look like your penis. <laughs> <laughs> if my penis looked like it, I'm calling a doctor. <laughs> like make this go away. That's kind of scary. So uh, they can vary quite a bit in length from just a couple of inches all the way up to five feet. Oh my. <laughs> I'm going to try that as a pickup line if I ever become single again. That's yeah. crazy. Hey, baby, it can go from one inch to five feet. That's right. If you hear about the guy out in... Uh, I'm going to tell that to my wife I tonight. Think it was Florida or something. He was in front of a, a lady salon ejaculating. Yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. I did right hear about in front. Dude, right out the open. It wasn't like he was standing around the corner to be. Oh. He was in the middle of the window. Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh. I did hear about that. Oh, dude, that's nuts, man. That's oh, jacked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Come on, man. That's funny, man. Holy yeah, I did shit. hear about that. So do you guys have, you guys ever, um, I know we're all music lovers. Do you guys have one band in particular that you think is like one of the most overrated bands? Overrated bands? Overrated band. If you could think of one that you're like, I don't know why everybody thinks they were so great or they are Led Zeppelin. You think, okay, so yours is Led Zeppelin. They're okay, but I not to the point that people praise them. Okay. All right. So we'll, we'll, we'll take I that. like Led Zeppelin. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, your opinion. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like Led Zeppelin, but I don't I like them. Overrated. I love Zeppelin. The most overrated band you can think mm. of right off the top of your head, one that just comes to mind, Hollywood. What do you think? That's tough, man. It is tough because it's like 
could I be wrong on this? To, you know, to uh, apparently Led like Zeppelin was wrong. It's very subjective. It's, well, your, it's your opinion. You it's an mean? opinion. So. If you can't think of yours right off the top, I'll give you mine. Mine is Dave Matthews Band. Uh, I just think the dude's just, he puts me to sleep, and everyone's like, oh, he's so. Other one of the. I'm just not a big Dave Matthews. Who's that guy, who's that guy oh, uh, your brother in law listens to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like I like Hootie though, Brax. I like Hootie. I like him too. What the fuck is that? Sing it again, Hollywood man. Who's that guy? Your uh, your brother your brother-in-law is too. Um, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh man, don't say that to my brother-in-law, uh, yeah. Stevie G. Man, mm. I, no, Steve, I like Stevie Ray Vaughan. Man, he's he's awesome. I would say Red Hot Chili Peppers. Man, I, I think give it away, give it away, give it. You don't, you're not a yeah, I don't know, like, man. They really had some. They really they. I, mean, thought, I like Flea, the bass player. He just freaking flops around the stage with no shirt on. I, I like the Peppers, though, man. Yeah, I like I, the Peppers. I, 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 don't get me wrong. I'm I just thought they were they were way overrated than what they were. You know, figured Red Hot Chili Peppers more than Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah, I mean, so I new mean, kids on the block. So are they overrated? Zeppelin, you say the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I say Dave Matthews. That's a pretty good one. We got to wait on uh, Philly to think of something. I know it's a tough guy. Philly's kind of fighting the Backstreet Boys. Uh, I mean, Backstreet Boys has some hits though. They, they, I kind of like some they, of their stuff. I mean, I know it's a little sketch to say that, but uh, they had a couple decent. Insync wasn't bad for a couple tunes, but uh, boy bands of the '90s, man. What was that Motown uh, boy band? Ninety-eight uh, degrees. Remember well, them? No, it yeah. was Boys to Men. But was more. No, it was a no remember ninety-eight degrees with uh, you'll know this. Heart. She was a fucking fox, man. From Heart. Heart? Oh, you got uh, one of them tunes, play that. No, I know what oh you're talking about. Oh, I, I like Hart, but I have a father-in-law who's like went and seen Hart like five or six different yeah, times. She's got some great music, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh my my brother-in-law, he loves <laughs> Barracuda. Yeah, they're they're not bad. So uh, Philly, they're you, not you, five times good. But... You, you haven't given us your pick yet, have you, bro? Oh, man, I I love so much music. Stop the staff. Uh, Me too. I'm a big music guy. It's hard to say who's overrated, man. If I had to say one though, yeah. And it's hard because I know my boy's going to kill me, but I'm going to say Kanye West, man. Oh, no. Very overrated. Wow. I agree. Yeah, and, and I love him, too. I love a lot of his music, but there's, like, there's a lot of songs. Like, I have all his albums, and there's times where I just have to forward for You know what I mean? I didn't think that come from Philly. Damn you. Yeah, and I like a lot of his stuff, but he's just... Uh, that was bad. Some of that stuff I just can't get with. You if know? you... Uh, it's it's hey, sad to say, because I think if you, one of the best of all If you time. want to talk about rap, I got a question that people don't like. People, it's a highly debated question. Is Eminem the goat? Mm-hmm. See, look at cricket. As soon as I ask that question, how can he not be the goat? You tell me a rapper that wants to go up against Eminem right now, they'll run the game. Yeah, bro. Yeah, because he's broke. <laughs> I'm gonna let Eminem kick my ass. I'm gonna go let Eminem kick my ass on rap Eminem battle. took it to a whole different level. I just yeah, he man, down so God. Many barriers. White boy too, man. And you know ah. what? I, 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 I'm going to take it in my hometown. Well, I grew up in Warren, Michigan. Went to Lincoln High School. Knew, knew, the, knew the guy in Lincoln. And Lincoln. I knew him. What's that? You didn't have to graduate from Lincoln in High School. school to know that, that, right? I went to Lincoln High School. I yeah. seen the kid in the halls. I seen Kim in the halls. You know what I mean? And... And that era of the white kids that grew up in that neighborhood, that's exactly the way they were. So the fact that some white kid that was just like me ended up being the goat of all time, I'm always going to call him a goat. Yeah. Until somebody goes up against him and beats him. 
of all the rappers that are out there in this time is all taking L's at one time or another. Yeah, yeah. One person Eminem has taken L against. Nobody. You got Nobody. a valid point. You got a valid point. Yeah, he, it's he hard is. to argue, man. It really is. And my man, and, and uh, he, you know, he got elected to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I told my wife, I'm going. I, I just one thing I'm going, and I'm making a sign. And it's on both sides, you can say from Nine Mile and Van Dyke, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's awesome. Not too yes, bad, yes. Eminem. That's pretty sweet. I'd have to put I'm him up going. to a Tupac. I, I really would, Em. Yeah. The black community, Tupac. And the white boy from Warren. South Warren, Michigan, there you baby. Go, South Warren. Nine Mile of Van Dyke. what it is, yeah. man. So would you take Pac over Eminem? Absolutely. Absolutely. Really, I, I know that's a no-brainer. I know, yeah, I don't. I'm a Tupac guy, so yeah. I backtracked back a little bit too because there's no really way to compare the two. Yeah. Because because Tupac never had a chance to respond to Eminem, so I really can't say without question. Because what would Tupac do? Tell me this right now. You imagine that at Comerica Park. Tupac and Eminem do the best concert ever. Oh, can you imagine them too? They could put oh, 10 God. shows and it would all sell out. Opening up his little Wayne. <laughs> yeah, right. God, Josh James gonna kill me for that. <laughs> well, well, for see, me, you just put yourself on the next podcast to be a target. Oh, we're gonna, yeah, we're, I mean, we're gonna battle. The, 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 the thing that made Eminem what he was though is he would go places that nobody else would go. They, yeah, a lot of rappers oh, would even say that. He said, "I mean, look at all the mainstream." She would do up to Christopher Reeve, him and Sonny Bono hitting some trees. Yeah, yeah. Right. How many retards? Listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been in the spaghetti joint? Oh, uh, Miles Spaghetti, I have not, but I've heard good things. I well, have let heard good things. Let me say this about Kanye West. There was a line, I actually listened to one of his songs today. Mm-hmm. He's like, you got too many Urkels on your team. That's why you're winning the wall. I'm telling you, though, that in his lines I've ever heard. In credit to that dude, yeah. he does come up with those crazy, crazy lines. He is amazing. Yeah. But to me, it's just he gets all this clout from people, and I'm just, he's probably like in my top 20. What but, is it about him? But he's not like. What is it about him that just gets you when you look at him? What is it? I don't don't hate the guy. I just, you know, he's just not my favorite. That's all. And I'm really surprised that you're saying that, Philly, because I really thought that you were on Just James's team with the with whole Kanye thing. I'm a I'm a fan, but I'm not as big a fan as some are. Right, right. Lyrically, he's put up up there as like a top five guy. I disagree. I don't think he's top twelve. I'm sorry, I'm not trying. I put Snoop above Kanye. You know it because you do it. Yeah. So. You would have a better insight as being a rapper and knowing that stuff than I would. Yeah. I personally can't stand the guy. Where would you right. Where would you put him at then? If you had to rank him between one and ten, where would you put him? I'm putting him at twelve. Twelve. Wow. Um, yeah, he's probably right at that. He's right around that ten mark too. Jesse James, are you listening to this right now, Tom? Yeah. I know, I know. He's gonna because I know he's top five, maybe <laughs> maybe one for him. But uh, yeah. I well, know. tell James. Give give me something to prove me wrong. Give me something to make me change my mind, and then I'll tip my hat to you. I but guess I until then, like when Kanye first came out, you know, like through the wire and all that stuff. Like that was dope because it was something so different. Yeah, that was. Ever heard that, that actually was. It was more really authentic. I think when you when you compound that with all the bullshit with Hollywood and everything that he's gone through, I think that really deters people. Like this is awesome. You know, I mean, even Bella agrees. She does. Damn you, Bella. <laughs> How about my man Buster Ryan? So where's he end up? Buster Ryan. See, there's another one. Love him, dude. Four. Love him. I put him four all time. I to love me, him. To me, Buster doesn't even crack the top ten. Ooh, See, that's just a matter of opinion. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's so right. subjective. Right, right, absolutely. I, mean, I don't mean no disrespect. No, 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 no. I, 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 but get see how how far off the avatar went, how different the numbers came. Like, we'll do what, it's like, yeah, for one, he has his opinion. 
Right, and, and we should be able to talk about yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Give our yeah, who cares and, that I don't yeah, agree yeah, with what you're saying? No what? Exactly. Yeah, but it's funny. It. You're right because like, we it. all get along so well, but right. we may have polar opposite opinions. Damn, you should burn in hell for calling them that. So you know, I got to go back to last week we did this game called, and hopefully you'll stick around for this next segment here at Sea Rebels. It won't take much time. All right. So there's a question I asked last week, and I believe the question was if you could eliminate one person from social media that you never, or one person, celebrity that you would eliminate, uh, just James picked somebody, I think it was Kim Kardashian. And, I, and, and shout out, to, James shout out to Kurt Schwartz, my buddy, who <laughs> listens to this podcast all the time. He's like, Why did you give Hollywood his chance to say he wished he could answer that question? So I want to give it back to you, man, just because, in fairness to you, you, you can eliminate that one person from social media or whatever. Who would you, who would you have picked? Because he's curious, and now so am I. Oh, God. See, Rebel, you're going to stick around for this. You're going to like this. Song. So I'm going to take a few minutes. All right. A famous person? Yeah, remember that question was, like, if you could eliminate one person that you never had to hear about or be talking about or anybody that would be talking about him ever again, and that question went to Just James, and he's like, dude, you really stuck me on that question. He couldn't think of somebody in particular, but then he fall back onto uh, Kim Kardashian because the way she, you know, she's made it you know, harder for some other females and stuff like that. But you said, man, I wish I had that question because you would have been the person that would Oh, who was I talking about? That I'm on social media that I, that I could care, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, and if you can't remember off the top of your head right now, that's fine. Um, I'm just, yeah. I just, you know, I just thought I'd throw it out there. But, um, you know, it's just, it's just like, we'll get into this thing in a second. I can't remember. Can't remember well, do I have to have a particular person? Or? Yeah, it could be just one person that you wouldn't okay. have to, you know, hear about anymore. That it's just something that annoys you that you're just sick of hearing about news or somebody in particular that you're just like, not a fan of that you're like, that's what you hear I know I've mentioned Stephen A. Smith before, but again, to Hollywood's point, last week he is entertaining. Yes, yes, I'm starting to like him now. Yeah, because Hollywood actually mentioned it last podcast, and I started watching some of his stuff again. I'm like, you know, as annoying as the guy can be, he's actually entertaining. Yeah, he he carries that show, you know. Uh, I had to stop off and take it. No, uh, yeah. So, is there anybody we out there that you just celebrity wise? You said Kim Kardashian too. That you agree with Josh Um Yeah, I, I I agree with her, but I got I got I got to give it to him. They made a bunch of bunch of money off of just being dumbasses. So I got to tip my hat to somebody like that. One, one of my heroes when I was growing up as a kid, I had to tip my hat to him. Was Kevin Federline. I had to tip my hat to the guy. He took a multi-million dollar princess and he went from flipping burgers to driving Bentleys in a year. I had to say, hey man, you're digging in that ass. <laughs> I had to give it to him. Oh. oh. So, C-Rap, okay, so Hollywood, we'll go back to you on that. I know we're getting a little bit off subject before we get into the questions for humans. You keep thinking, so... We asked everybody like who their favorite band was because we don't get you on their the favorite show. band. Yeah, you haven't asked I mean, me that. What, what is your all-time favorite? I, mean, I see. I love music so much. It, it's hard. So I who mean, is it? Though? My favorite band yeah, of all time. Band, artist, whatever. Like you're, you're. It is like at the top of your list. Number one. My number one. It's such a hard thing. And I love so much music. I'd have to say my my number one. I think I have it. I could be wrong. 
fucking dancing, dancing queen. It's <laughs> ABBA, no? Am I wrong? I love ABBA. <laughs> I was going to say Earth, Wind, and Fire. Would really? you mind? Look at that. 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 Is it, uh, I, I'm going to think. Is no. It, no? It's, um, I don't remember the name of the song. It, um, it's something water. Is it After the Love is Gone? Is it a ballad? It's it's like, it goes, would you mind if I heard, if I heard, if I could? I don't remember. Even oh, I don't know. I'm talking favorite bands. But that's not, I'm just goofing off out there. My favorite band, I, I didn't thought, say. I thought you were serious. You no, 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 no. I just, that Come was pretty on, funny man. afterwards. Dude, who I don't like on there is that dude from CNN. That Mark, uh, Chris Len, Wallace. No, no that oh. Lennon guy. Oh, the Imagine song. The black dude. That oh. goes, people call every night. Oh, this is the guy you don't like and wonder why he talk like this. I got it though. I do. I got it. It's I got a, it. Yeah, yeah. Wait, we got to figure out who this CNN. I, he's a CNN. He's not. I got it. I got it. I got annoying, it. dude. But I got it. I could live without. That guy is so annoying, so negative. So it, it's. Is he? Pathetic. Is he one of the anchors? Uh, how yeah, he he's. He's. Uh, is it this? I got guy my right favorite here? band. No, can't stand him. You can't, can't stand him. It's Don can't Lemon. Stand. Don Lemon can't. You don't stand like Don him. Lemon. No, he, no. Hollywood does not like Don that Lemon. That guy annoys me. I thought he meant said John Lemon. Was you know, no John Lemon. That's what I thought he said too. <laughs> he swings the other way, John Lemon, like you're gonna. He's swinging to the left, is he? It must be done. But I want to go back to. That. I got my. <laughs> my favorite band. I, I I do have to say. You know, and this is a up, serious moment. This is a serious okay, one. Okay. Honest to God, my favorite my favorite band of all time, and I, and it's an older era, but I have to say it. The Temptations. Really? Uh, I love, um, I love, I love I the love Temptations. You were, you were a big Every, I'm a big Temptations fan. Yeah. Great. Awesome. That's a good pick. Yeah, I love pop. I, I, I've been to the Motown Museum. You guys have been to the Motown don't, Museum? No, we, we haven't been to We don't have that kind of money. too proud to beg, man. This is a great song, too, though. So yes. why the Temptations? Because it's classic. Yes, it's classic, and it's my hometown, and I've been there and seen it. And the music they did, the music that came out of that small little building at West it. Grand Boulevard, man. You walk into that building, no, you wanna leave me, Grand Boulevard. Boulevard. But I refuse to let you go. Ain't a big plead for your sympathy. I don't mind, cause you mean that much to me. Ain't too proud to beg. Sweet And you can drink all the Please don't long. leave me, girl. Everybody tell me that, who that is? Because they had a couple David of David Ruffin. Very good. My Thank man, you, David, David Ruffin. Ruffin. David Ruffin. Love David Ruffin. <laughs> I work with a guy at work. I call him David yeah, Ruffin. I think Motown's probably going to be my. I, I'm a big, huge Motown. Anybody knows me? I love Motown records. Great. You walk that. into that building, honestly, you walk into Studio A, and really cool story about Studio I walked in there. I have a picture of it on my phone I could show you. And they asked me, who's your. Uh, Who's your favorite band? I said, The Temptations. And he's like, well, I got to show you something. Turn around, look at that picture on the wall. And I'm standing at the picture. He's like, you're standing in the exact spot that David Ruffin first sang My Girl on. See the hook on the wall? That's where he hung his coat at. Look at our picture. And I was, I'm literally standing right over it. I was like, Damn. wow. Did you, nice. did you just turn around and go, look at that, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> they had one more I got to share with that. When I walked in there, um, Marvin Gaye's piano, they wrote What's Going On was in there. Yes. And Paul McCartney came in to Motown Records, and he, they, he asked if he could play it. 
And they said, yeah, go ahead. And he went to play it, but it was Ed played in so long, it was so out of tune, he really couldn't play it. He's like, I want to rebuild this piano because of the legendary status of it. He's like, well, we got to call Mr. Gordy. They called him. And he's like, well, there's no money in the budget for that right now. He's like, I'll do it for free. I'll, I'll do it in my own pocket, and I'll have it shipped in. He's Never like, yes, that. as long as you uh, as long as long you leave it the way it was beforehand. Yeah. So Paul McCartney paid for that piano to go all the way to England. He completely rebuilt it, had it brought back to Detroit and put back in Studio A just because of his love for Motown Records. That story. That's, That's awesome, that, that yeah. Motown. There's too, too many crying. Are you crying? All right, so see, look at that. I brought up temptations and no and, 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 and just, and, and, yeah, you just I love it. Everybody's happy. Right, you can right. Drink to them all day long. I mean, look at all. You can just go on and look. I mean, you the Supremes. I mean, the Supremes. Five satins. Oh, right. Hey, Otis oh. Redding. Yes. Otis Redding. It's a rainy Sitting night in Georgia. One of the all-time, one of my all-time God, favorites. That's not Motown, intros, but um, still love yeah. them. This is. Um, this is one of my favorite intros to a Spinner song. Mm-hmm. There's there's been people that put this in their rap music. This is a backtrack. What about the Four Tops? Remember the Four, four tops? tops? Another good one. You digging that Hollywood? Terrell, Teddy Levi Levi Stubbs was no joke. Levi Stubbs, one of the greatest frontmen of all time, in my opinion, of the Four Tops. Wow. Levi Stubbs, watch him. When he when he, when he plays Reach Out, I'll Be There, watch him in an old video. Oh, Sweat just pouring out of him. He has so much motherfucking soul, man. Uh, uh, so uh, I was born in the D, old, baby. Man. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's the great thing about Hollywood. And, you know, Hollywood is an old soul. You grew up with love that. It, man. Our parents listened to it, and you know, C-Row was not too far away from yes. Hollywood. Yes. So he was digging that stuff. Oh, so yeah. you come up with that, yeah, Oh, for you to come up with that, 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 that was good, man. I didn't think that That's was legit. Yeah, yeah. I was goofing off on that first when I said that. But then, yeah, Temptations. Yeah, I mean, you ever hear that one, Ball of Confusion? Oh, yeah. Ball of Confusion. I liked the beginning of it. It was just my imagination. Oh, when God. It, and I'm, there's, there's, so, there's so many, so many good songs. She belongs to me. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Um... I don't exactly remember. It's been a while. There's two buildings. You got, you got the actual Motown Museum. They're right next to it. What used to be one of the executive offices now like the ticket area. You go over there and pay for your tickets. And then you walk across the other side. And the first thing they do, which is really cool, they take you one of the instrument rooms. It used to be an instrument room. It's a TV and playing the videos and showing everybody right out in front of West Grand Boulevard loading in the buses and, and getting ready to go on tour. And, oh, I mean, you would, West Grand Boulevard. Right when you walk out of the studio, there's a little candy machine. I have a picture that I can show you. And he's like, B2 always had to be Baby Ruth because it was a little kid that always came into the studio to help with the rhythms by the name of little Stevie Wonder. And he always knew that B2 was Baby oh, Ruth. Oh, Stevie Wonder, man. Yeah, Tell me awesome. the stuff that he came up with. I was born to love her. All that stuff came out of that little white building on West Grand Boulevard. That's incredible. I mean, the, Motown Records started their own music genre. It wasn't called R&B or soul. It was, when they talk about Marvin Gaye, they don't talk about R&B, they don't talk about soul. They say this is Motown. You ever hear that Marvin Gaye inner city blues? Oh yeah. This is another one. This is iconic. Yes. Oh, this is. And anytime I hear something like that, I think of Detroit, Michigan. Oh you know? yeah, for sure. Hey, we learned when we went downtown. We learned a new drinking game too, off of music. Thunderstruck. 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 ACDC. <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, might as well pick on that today. Writing's on the wall. Can't over yet. All right. Without, yeah, when you play that stuff, I can't help myself. I'm without singing. further ado, Philly, is it okay we get into the next segment here? So we we get into the uh, how we're doing segments. Or I thought well, we were free we're free flowing, bros. But we got it. We got to play this game with. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Can we do this one here? This would be a great thing. Can we? Us. I don't know. Can we? I, I hope we can. So, uh, are you ready? Um, yes. Uh, you got. You got to roll, dude. Yeah, okay. I got. I got to roll, okay. dude. Uh, All right, see Rebel. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hop off here, you guys. You're I gonna hop got off. things to do. Yeah, you're the man, dude. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh, great thanks for having me. I love great. coming on, man. Yeah, it's it such, a, such a good time. Yeah. Tonight, man. We, and uh, I'm glad we got that music part of it because yes. that was that was really cool. Yeah, awesome. Sure. Man. Very yeah. cool, man. Yeah. So we'll catch up with you on the next segment then. All right, you guys. I will be back. Peace out. I'll be back. Thanks, Rebel. Damn you. Again, boys, questions for humans. The rules are there is no rules really, but we, we have, have no rules. We damn, have, damn, damn you! Some would say it's no holds barred. <laughs> <laughs> so we each have two cards, randomly selected questions. We can pick the person we want to have answer that question. Wow! Right? So, uh, All right. So uh, Philly, you're going to lead us off tonight. Okay, let's get it. Mix these up a little bit. Oh, yeah, there's it's only two there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, watch the watch How the show. It's a swamp. <laughs> yes. Are you a lair? Are you a grower? <laughs> <laughs> What's one word or phrase that is way overused? Grandmaster B. You follow? It's <laughs> <laughs> not used enough. If you follow me? Uh, oh, man. One phrase that's overused. Um, I got one for you, but I want you to answer okay. it. Okay. Um, because I hear it all the time team player you got to be a team player you know like mm, you hear that around work all the time team player mm-hmm. you know that's like yeah maybe it's i don't mean but that's maybe not the best one for me but first one that came to mind because when i think of that when people say that and i'm like yeah okay the guy that's saying be a team player is probably more about himself more than anybody i know right he's yeah never it's, a team player, it could be a little contradicting yeah right? what mm-hmm. would you think hollywood I, that's a good one yeah. i mean you know in, in industries that we do, we, whether it's food, whether it's automotive, and the, it's always being the team player. You know what I mean? Okay. So that is a good one. All right. What's the most thing, when you ask somebody, how's your day going, what do they say the most? Doing how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> doing I eat? How you, know? you doing? How you doing? I don't even go up and ask them how the day's going. I just go, go gym. <laughs> they're and like what I was at Cats up in Staten Island <laughs> fucking it was at like lettuce tomatoes it was basically a fucking salad how you doing <laughs> getting so good at that so what, what would you say uh, what's, what's the saying that everybody says fucking when you ask them hey how you doing you know you know you kind of get pickled on that one right yeah you're like, I mean you don't want to be honest it's, it's I woke up this day. morning no, no, there's a certain... Why am I not Better than I deserve? I don't know. I Come mean, on, you uh, guys know this. I, I, I was just thinking about it, and my mind's all pickled, and I can't Good, think how it. are you? You said, how are you doing? Uh, it's like... I'm doing fine. 
Great. I, I know because everybody answers that oh, different because that's usually like... I feel like a dumbass right now. No, I know what you're saying. Uh, it, it is a question. It, it'll probably come to... I'll ask, I'll ask you how you're doing in a couple minutes and see how you how you answer. And you go, All oh, right. that's yeah, it that's right horrible. there. I had something lined up. That's terrible. All right. So, Hollywood, you're the man with the next question. Oh, okay. Frog <laughs> card. Mix them up. <laughs> All right, here it is. Oh, God. Ooh, you're looking at me. You're looking at him. Ooh. You're thinking of somebody else. Come on, let's hear it. Gojin. How many jobs you have? How many jobs have you had? Have I had in my lifetime? Yeah. Man. So I started my first, very first job was a cart boy over at Oak Ridge Markets. Would you say you had over 10? Uh, Under 10? Over 10. B? Over 10. Definitely. You? No. Not over 10? No. Which is hey. funny because with the company I'm with now, it's going to be 15 years next month. Yeah. Which yeah. is amazing to me. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm still it, pretty young, really but fast. it's like, dude, like, boom. Boom. Yeah. This is a hard one, dude. Oh, so that wasn't the question? No. Oh, shit, what the fuck? Oh, this, this is a lightning round. round. We'll go with... Uh, we'll go with them. Yeah. We'll go with you then. Okay. All right. Who's the worst boss you've ever had? He could be the one you're working with now. No, and it's not. I actually love my boss right now. He's a great guy. Um, he works with me. Um, he knows I'm a single father. He's he, he's great. Uh, I have to say there's a, a former sales manager um, mm. who's done things that, uh, you know, had I pursued him, probably could have lost his job for. But it happened while I was a young employee, so I didn't know any better. I didn't have, like, the cachet that I do now to, like, speak up for myself. Yeah. And the confidence, you know, in myself and my work to where I definitely would. But, uh, yeah, he, he had another individual come to my house and see what time I was starting. Oh, man. Camping outside the house, you know, things like that. The things he would say and disrespect people. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. not good. Um, no. You know, if someone lost a loved one, he'd be like, oh, it's just so-and-so. It's not oh, a, it's oh, like no. a mother or a father. You know, that yeah. Yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That, that shit. Yeah. If I could see him out in public with, and we go back to that question from last week, <laughs> something without any repercussion, I'd smack the piss out of his mouth. Yeah. You know, it's just, he's one of those guys, you know, yeah. he's just two-faced, is slimy, conniving. Then you take up river, ain't you? Just anyway, you go I take him away. up to Newark, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I yeah, take him yeah, to yeah. Crown I, Vic. I, 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 take him I, on I the take care of that guy, you know what I do? Yeah, what I, mean? yeah. I take him over to see Jimmy Joe. Yeah, you get balling. Yeah, I take him to see my cousin Crowbar. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was a good one, man. Yes. Um, glad you didn't ask me that because I could give you about three or four of them. <laughs> okay, so um, the question is what's the nicest thing someone's ever done for you? Yeah, this is a, who do I pick on this one? Ralph. That is mm -hmm. tough. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick you, Hollywood. <clears throat> oh man, there's been a few. What's Damn, the nicest thing someone's ever done for you. No, we're not talking the sexiest. <sighs> right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, there's so many different things you can go. You know what I mean? Oh, I know, it could be the simplest of things too. It's, it's like, 
But think of the nicest thing, like something that still resonates in your mind today. Something that happened, it could have been years ago. It could have been a teacher. It could have been a mentor. It could have been somebody at work. It could but have been if I say girlfriend. one, then I feel like I, I left this one out and left well, it. You know what I mean? Look, yeah, they well, there's honorable one, mentions. There's always could be those. Oh, no, there's too we, many. Okay, so are you going to answer this or do you want me to default it to Philly? I mean, no, you, you can can't default. default. You can can't default. default. You no, can't I mean, default. I, I, you I'll take it. I got... Not letting you off the hot seat. Not letting you off the hot seat. Today. I'm saying, I'm saying, uh, a birthday gift that was given to me, um, that had pictures that I was unaware that was taken and oh, with my children and stuff like that. And it was just a wonderful, wonderful book that it was made into and was just caught off guard. Like, oh, so like a scrapbook of a yeah, bunch like, of pictures. How did you do this? About this? Well, there was time you wasn't looking. I, I took a picture here and I'm like. Can oh you reveal God. who that person is, or you don't want to? No. But that was a special gift. That was a special gift. And, and it's still memorable for you. Yeah, I still have it. I like that one. Yeah, it was yeah, very, that's, very... That's very good. How it was put together and everything. I was like... And she was kind of like, you're not going to like this. I'm like, yeah, I do. Don't tell me what I'm not going to like. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. Did you like get a, a little downer. misty? Or did you get a little misty? Yeah, I was just kind of caught off guard. Like, this is something that moms do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give you a book and you're like when you were a kid and I'm like, what'd you do it? Where'd you have the time to do all this? Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, it's a beautiful, it takes a lot of thought. beautiful, beautiful book. My mom did something like that for me. Um, I don't know. It, it wasn't a long, long time ago, but she gave me a book. Um, she found a bunch of pictures of my childhood that obviously, like mm -hmm. yourself, you didn't know, you didn't remember or whatever. She goes, I want you to have this. She wrote a beautiful note on the inside of this photo album. And then I started flipping through pictures and mm. sort of like, you know, baby pictures and yeah. growing up through teenage years. And, and I was, a, you know, I was a hot mess. I'm just yeah. reading, I'm just looking at all this little note she was putting on every page pretty much. And uh, there's something about pictures. There's something that's that just, you know, time stands still when you get to look back at something that maybe was 10 or 15 yeah. or 20 years ago or you, a loved one you lost. Yeah, you know, and it, it had sayings on them too. Like, you know, yeah, we were cute. at and, yeah. and cuties and then, our journey together and, and, you know, a heart at the end with our name. It was just like, I never had anyone ever do, do anything really like that. A whole, and that type of thing for yeah. me. Was this at the you beginning know? of a, like a beginning of the relationship or? No, this was probably in the, in the middle. I was just, you know, and like I said, try to, to downplay like, you, you probably really don't like that. Like, how are you going to tell me what I don't like? Right, but you that, that holds to my heart. Yeah. And I think that's a really good yeah. one. Yeah. Pictures, Actually, uh, my ex's mom. Kathy, mm -hmm. sweetheart. Yeah. And uh, she made a book for me and Mikey. Yeah. Like, it was out of nowhere. Beautiful, dude. It was amazing. I still have it. It's in my yeah. um, upstairs. What a keepsake, huh? Yeah, and I'll bring it one time. I'll, I'll grab it once in a while. I like that one. Yeah, it's very, very it's sweet. It's good, Holly. Yes. Very good. We all can relate. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, Philly, you got the second card here. You're, all right. You your don't questions say. Up. You don't say. <laughs> Uh -oh. Uh oh, what do you got? <laughs> How many in one night? What's the most real life romantic story you've ever heard? Oh, tell me, Alman. <laughs> oh, I'm already going to say this is going to default to. Oh my gosh! Nice. The most real life <laughs> romantic story you've ever heard. that I've heard about. Yourself or others? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Um, well, of course, can't say no names, but... Um, it ain't going to be Philly on the 50 yard line. Right? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>
Um, <laughs> romantic. I just think you know. Yeah. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's motherfucking romantic, but romantic me out getting in. <laughs> um, no. Stop it! If they ever find out, they're gonna kill me. <laughs> Um, God, we, we did say no holds barred. <laughs> Going back to the old football field in the end zone. Oh, in the end zone. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> yeah, that that was ah oh, man, memorable moment. Nice. But there's been some other ones besides that, but that. Sure. What's with you guys in football <sighs> fields, man? Did I miss out some of them? I guess that's how you know I, football I, and, and, and making love is important, man. Yeah. Friday night lights meant something totally different in your days, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> when the lights are off. I still I, go by that I, field. It's funny because I wasn't half the star. You were Hollywood, but, like, football meant a lot to me. And, like, yeah. that was just always on my bucket list. And I yeah. Did it, you know? I, I yeah, mean, man. <laughs> I was thinking the 50 yards. I'm about to score today. Speaking of scoring, but no, that was a memorable moment, uh, you know. And another time, I was in a red light. It was under the red light. It was beautiful, just so amazing. I mean, when I tell you amazing, just extraordinary, dude. Like what was happening? Just <laughs> she in your lap or something? I mean, no, come on, no. man. What the hell is going she, on? This guy getting down the sheets. Let's put it this way. She was one of us like doing movements and stuff like that in the red light. She had a hydraulic oh. neck, did she? <laughs> Switching the leg over here and the buttocks up in the air. What? what? It she was just be, she became the pistol in the car. <laughs> the hair flipping all tangles. Oh, yeah. What just the fuck like, is going on here? <laughs> Uh, that's romantic, all right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> going to hell. <laughs> all right, Mr. Hollywood, it's your turn, man. All right, damn, that was brutal. Damn you. <laughs> oh boy. Uh-oh. This Uh-oh. one's for Master B. Uh-oh. Look out, look out. This could be lightning round and round. round. <laughs> what are a few simple things that make your mind pickled? <laughs> Make your day better. What are a few simple things that make your day better? Did this question come up in the last one? Or yeah, not? actually, I answered that one. I think, I think we got another guy. Sorry, No, that's okay because I remember yeah. Philly. This said, one's for Master B anyway. Okay, all right. So whatever you to, pick, whatever you pick. Damn it! All right. Yeah, we knew one. One of these cards would end up in this freaking question here again. Yep. Go ahead, Holly. What's the next question? It's all right. Oh, shit. Now you're changing people, aren't you? Now you're Ooh. thinking about Can I film. do both of you on? Damn I mean, you. I mean, Can I do both of you on this one? This would be first. Yeah. I'll go you first. Okay, go ahead. I, I think that's a very important one. What's a phrase you'd like to have etched on your tombstone? Um, wow. Gougin. No, Gougin. I don't. I don't. <sighs> a phrase. Um, oh man, that's a, that is a tough one, man. That is a very um, good one. Yeah, it's powerful. Mm-hmm. It is powerful. Um, loved with all his heart. Loved with all his heart. I mean, something like that because I love people. If I love somebody, I give you a hundred percent of me. There's no in between. I mean, I'm I'm all in on a person if I really like them. That's good. It's classic. Okay. Yeah. 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 
I had a lot of fucking losses in my life, so uh, it's basically a toss-up, but uh, (laughs) that's real shit. I always say uh, no losses, just lessons. Because that's the story of my life. I've had so many peaks and valleys oh, in my life to where... Mic drop. That's a good one. Um, you know, I've experienced so much and, and had to face adversity. Some that was given to me, some self-created. You know, and I think every step of your life that you go through, um, you just got to find ways to, to build and grind through Lesson learned. You know, in all, they hurt as, as time. They sting bad. Yeah. Yeah. But you show conquer all. Absolutely. Like I got that tattoo on my forearm. Yeah. Uh, it gets better as you go, but you learn things and you're like, damn it. You know, back then, I, why didn't I know that now? Yeah. It wasn't that time for you to know that. Sure. Yeah. And I know? think when you go through that experience, that's what makes people look to you for advice. Yes. You know? Yeah. Stronger. I, I just actually said that to uh, a friend of mine. Actually, I say that to the to the kids I coach at times too, because- you know, I always talk about like the quickest way to A to B is straight ahead, you know, not not bouncing around. There's times to take risks, times not to. But sometimes when you do those things, you learn mm-hmm. from it and then you you can sit back, reevaluate and go straight straight for your goals. And yeah. That's what it's about. I've learned that at my older age. When you're younger, your mind's pickled. You go left, yeah. you go right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just trying to figure it out. And that, that that's what life's all about. The key is learning, though. You I must learn it. from your the lessons that you've had and losses. Yeah. So wow. no that's, losses, just lessons, baby. Wow. That's pretty powerful stuff. Nice. It's good, um, good. It's kind of a tie into this next question. So um all right. Here it is. Um what's your process for making a big decision? Your process for making a big decision. That's a good one. That's so, a good question. Um, because you're on roll, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this question, but I also want to hear a little bit of, from this uh, gentleman over here as well, because I think that's a pretty good question to ask somebody. No, so, what's is. your process of making a big decision? You know, there's there's times you you, you worry about if you're being uh, too decisive or not decisive enough. Like you know, you want to be able to make bold decisions all the time. I think every man does that has pride. You know, we want to just be able to make those all the time. But there's times you really have to sit back and be like, hmm, weigh the pros and cons. You know, so I try to do that. It's not like I literally write them down, but I will weigh them. I'll sit back. Okay, what are the pros and cons? I'll ask for advice, you know, from people that I respect. Good. I think that's a big part of it. And then ultimately, it's it's your choice at the end of the day. And I understand that. But I do like to hear other opinions because you'll hear both sides. You'll hear a side you 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 want to hear. You'll hear a side you don't want to hear. Right, right, And that's right. important. Yeah. You got to meet in the middle somewhere. I agree. And at the end of the day, as long as you can go to bed at night with that with that decision... What are you going to do, man? You're not always going to be right 100% of the time. So you make that decision and you move forward. I like it. So it's more of a calculated thing for you. Absolutely, yeah. You're not just, you know, you're not just going with gut right away. You're thinking things out a little bit further, deeper, getting some maybe input from some people. No, I mean, some decisions are easier than others. But like when it comes to big things. Big things, yeah. Yeah, I like to to dissect it a little bit. That's smart. How about you, Hollybird? Um... Something like that, I would usually absorb it in, give it give it some hours, some thought, uh, gather all my information about it. You know, um, like Philly was saying, you you weigh it out. Mm-hmm. Do I need it? Do I not need it? What's the what's the the longevity of this decision I'm gonna, about to make? Mm. Either or, you know, and then going to whoever you may speak to, getting another opinion on that. 
Yeah. That's always helpful. Very, very, you know, when people, oh, I don't, you know, they want to be simple minded and no one can tell them that's the wrong avenue to go. Cause it's always good to have someone else come go, well, you know, maybe we could look at it this way. Oh, wow. I missed that part. But too many opinions could murk up the water. Well, though, you'll, right? you'll, you'll sure, fish yeah. them out. You'll fish them out. Yes, so you'll you fish them out. That's a good point yeah. where I think you keep that pool small. <clears throat> yeah. People yeah. that you trust. Like right? when the coaching thing came up with you last year. I asked you to. You came to mm -hmm. a couple people that you really it, can yep. find to. Yeah, that, right, right. That kind of cleared your head a little. Yeah, 100%. you're just not going to go out and just ask everybody. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. You know your people that you say, you know what? I think, you know, let me let me go to wise man. You know what I mean? And- They've been through something. They know. They've been here. Yeah. So they would understand a little bit more. Like that, you go to your strong points. And and do I really need it at this time? Or can I sit back and maybe at a later time? No. You know, before I'm going to make that rash, boom, I'm going to make the decision. You know, you know, dissect, like I said, you know, absorb the process of it. Di you know, look at it overall as a whole. And then you extinguish out like that. Don't you think that's important to not always have like yes men around you? People that are yes. be honest and cut to the chase and be For brutally sure. honest. Yeah, with right, right. Yeah. Like you get you get it from all angles and mm -hmm. you understand. Like, mm -hmm. okay, if you make this decision, dude, this is going to happen probably. Right, you know what I mean? Right. You got to be ready to face that music. So yeah. I think that's important too. Yeah, and I Absolutely. couldn't agree with, uh, I, I agree, couldn't agree more with both of what you gentlemen just said because that's exactly the path I would try to take. I would mm -hmm. go in that direction <clears throat> and, and mixing it up with you, Hollywood, um, confined to a, a select few. Yeah. Um, I've done it the opposite way. I've gone and asked several. Yeah. And, you know, everybody has their own point of view on some big decision that maybe, you know, whether it's a job change or, you know, how should I handle this or what should I do if I wanted to do that? Or the, and it just, it murks the water up too much. And then you get confused and you just ultimately go back to your gut. Mm -hmm. But if it's something really big, you know, maybe like buying a house or, you know, you're not mm -hmm. hundred percent sure you don't have the experience and understanding what it takes to, you know, I want that house, but you know, there's an inspection and then there's this, and there's all the red tape that goes with all that, the mortgage sure. and everything. So yeah, those big decisions like that. And that's just one example um, you, you want to be around the right people that can advise right. you properly. And so um, I think that's important because we don't always have all the answers. You no, know? you don't. Usually, you know, that that's where your parents come in at. Like, you know, like say you, your dad would talk to you and tell you, you know, he's not going to steer you wrong. You're a son because one right. way or the other, either the bill's going to get stuck with him. Right. Yeah. Or you can do the right thing. So he's going to tell you the right, hey, son, this is the way I would do it. And you may not agree on everything, but you take from him. And some people, they just don't care, well, I ain't got to worry about any of my bill. But here's, a, here's somebody that actually cares. Yeah, they don't want to see you get hurt. That's, exactly. That's the key, I think, confiding in people that actually give a shit about yeah, you. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's so important because yes. then they're, they're really diving in and they know you, you know, and they can kind of see your personality. They have your best interest. Through. Exactly. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yes. They don't want to see you get burned on something. If I could save you a penny like over here yeah. and say, hey, you may be able to go try this route, but at the end of the day, it's your call. I'm trying to save you some money if I can. Yeah. You know. But. I actually, actually had one of my customers a little over a year ago. Um, he was he was talking about refinancing his mortgage. Mm. And he says, have you thought about doing that? And I thought I had a good interest rate. I mm -hmm. was comfortable with my payment and everything. And sure. I said, you know, I never really thought about it. He goes, probably going to see rates like this for a long time. He yeah. says, and they're going to start going up. Well, look where interest rates are at right now. Aren't you glad you're locked into what you have and probably what you have right now? Yeah. 
And so you start thinking about that. And so he, you know, he put a little, you know, bug in my ear basically. And I, I called a buddy of mine that does mortgages and, um, lo and behold, my payment went down and I financed less on my mortgage for years, you know, to pay it off. Sure. And it saved me, but had it, had it not been for this guy that just kind of started giving me some advice. And I was like, well, well, maybe I'll check into that. And yeah. that check in was the perfect time because <clears throat> it was the right time. Right. Right. And so, and I didn't have enough people to talk to about, he's a numbers guy. And he's like, well, if you think about this, he goes, this is what you'd be paying in the long term. He goes, look how much you'd save over, you know, those 15, 20 years. I'm thinking, well, that's a lot of money, you know? So stuff like that. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. smart enough, you know? So he was like a guy that kind of guided me through that. And I trusted him. You and know? That too is trial and error. You almost have to go through it <clears> yes, at, you you know, a time or two to really understand yeah. that whole, the refinance process. You know, there, I've done it a couple of times and then there's times where they're just trying to turn and burn and then resell it to another mortgage company. Yeah. That's what yeah, they, you know, yeah, they sell it. Your payments way back up again. It's like, yeah. well, what the hell did I do all this for? Well, yeah. You know, Philly you know, on the flip side, I did this with a vehicle. Um, there was a particular vehicle I, I liked and I thought it was sharp and it would be a great vehicle for my wife to commute to and from work. But the engine in this particular vehicle was not a very good engine. And my brother-in-law, who's a master mechanic, he says, stay away from that engine. He goes, they're nice cars, he goes, but they're throwaway engines. He goes, the engine's not going to last more than 75,000 miles. I kid you not, at like 69,000 miles, the engine blew up. Mm. And he's like, I told you so. But I was too stubborn to believe what he was telling me. So I'm like, well, man, it's a clean car. It had low What'd you have? Job. Probably a 3.6. It was a 1.7 turbo Ford banger because my wife had to okay. do a lot of commuting. So we looked for yeah. something good economical on gas. But the engine basically is no stronger than one we'd find in a freaking Zuma or you know, a freaking Mopac. And so it's right. a garbage engine. And you know, the thing was clean. It, it was one owner, no smoke, non-smoker and all that. It had all the bells and whistles on it, but yeah. it was a garbage engine. And I, I fell in love more with the car than I did what the, you know, it, you know what the car yeah. would do for me long-term. And right, it ended sure. up costing me more money because I had to get a rebuilt engine and all mm-hmm. that. And then I sold the thing. Yeah. But uh, I didn't listen to that person. So you learn your lessons, like you were saying, even if it's yeah. money or if it's a car, if it's oh, yeah. whatever, you know, it, it could be, even be what a relationship. Someone could see something that you don't see. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know if that guy's good for you, man. You know, I got daughters, and you know that conversations yeah. come oh, up yeah. more than once. You sure, know? it's like yeah. you it know, comes clearly, very yeah. clearly. You, you kind of yeah. see it through a different set of lenses, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. So, well, there it is, boys. That was the questions for human segment no, this week. So. Great job, Master B, introducing that, and shout out to Kurt too. I had a chance to talk to one of our fans, Kurt Schwartz. And nice, yeah, nice, man. Kurt. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you for listening, man. Great, Thanks. great Appreciate input. It. We got some sponsors we want to thank here real quick. Yeah, shout time. out to Alec 24th Street Pizza, man. He's been riding with, with us for a long time. Obviously, uh, we got, <laughs> Coop we got Aries. We got Aries. We got, yeah, um, TGI. We Aries, uh, TGI. Also, Chad, who was out here having a beer with us. He's yes. going to do some work on my backyard. My mind was a little pickled there, boys. My yeah. It's all right, man. Okay. We're doing it live. Absolutely. Yeah. Live we here. appreciate all you guys. So yeah. make sure you check them out. We're going to push them on social media a little bit. Hit us at Fives of the Week Podcast at gmail.com, Facebook, Instagram, and on TikTok. Love y'all. Be good.